Live from the 2018 WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. At courtside, Bart Winkler and the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Still a couple minutes to say good morning to you. I'm Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern here at the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We've got two games for you today. Three last night, two this afternoon. St. Mary Springs Ledgers and the St. Thomas Moore Cavaliers will be our first matchup. Kettle Moraine Lutheran and Appleton Xavier. Those guys will tip off right around 1.30. This one going to tip off momentarily, so let's give you the starting lineups. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, where you can get 0% down, zero payments until June of 2020. Check them out, PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. For St. Thomas More, they come in 2-6 overall, 0-5 in the Metro Classic. They lost to Sheboygan Lutheran yesterday. Micah Causey, the freshman, will get the start at guard. He's a 5-6 young player. Eric Williams at forward, the senior couple other seniors rounding it out. Matthew Monaco, Noah Glembin, and Ben Shransky. So again, the starters for St. Thomas More, Causey, Williams, Monaco, Glemblin, and Shransky. For St. Mary Springs, they come in at 5-3 and three overall. 3-1 three and one in the flyweight. They also lost already in this WBY shootout to the same team that St. Thomas More did. Sheboygan Lutheran has got the better of both of these squads. Starting for the Ledgers, Michael Wechter, the 6'3 senior guard. Kate Christensen, who was on these airwaves earlier this morning, the 6'4 guard, also a senior. Aiden Ottery and Miles Ottery. Those guys will both be getting the start. Miles, the senior. Aiden, the sophomore. And Justin Ditter, the uh, junior forward, will be getting the start as well. So for the Ledgers, Wechter, Christensen, Ottery, Ottery, and Ditter. Should be a good one, Mike. You have to make sure that I don't let my bias show. I know plenty of people on the Springs coaching staff. I worked with one at a former job, and there's another guy on that staff whose sister was my very first kiss. He was my neighbor when I was six years old. Oh, my goodness. So while I did not go to Springs, but I'm from Fond du Lac, there are some guys there that I know very well. Well, I'm a big uh, John Hoke fan from Thomas Moore and Lori Hoke, who we had on. Uh, So you you want to be biased (laughs) one way I'll be biased. You want to do a little way. wager on the game? Is that what you're I saying? Do, I do not. But I can tell you this, that Thomas Moore is going to play hard. The tip-off in favor of Springs. Look at the ball first. The shot by Christensen is no good. So we are underway here. St. Mary Springs against St. Thomas Moore. Happy to have you as part of our coverage here on the fan. Two games today, this being the first here at Concordia University as the 14th annual Rick Majerus WBY shootout continues Long three put up, no good. That's from Noah Glembin yeah, he's, for the Cavaliers. He is their player. Yeah, Noah's been a key player for Thomas Moore the last couple of years. Now he's a senior. Got a little bigger, a little thicker. He's our former pick-and-save student-athlete of the week a few uh, years ago. Springs works it in and out and back in again. Christensen blocked. Cavaliers go the other way. Shot no good at the rim. That one will fall. Noah Glemlin gets on the board first, averaging about 14 a game. He's got the game's first two. Both teams come out uh, playing half-court uh, man and uh, trying to keep uh, keep each other out of the paint if they can and get their hands up on threes. They didn't do it there. Three-point look is good for Wechter. Good three-point shooter. Springs now into a half-court 1-3-1 after a made basket and uh, not trapping on top yet. And we'll see if it's, uh, if it's just kind of a passive 1-3-1 or they're going to look to trap in the corners. 
St. Thomas Moore Cavaliers going left to right on your dial, wearing the all-whites. St. Mary Springs in blue going the other way. Shot no good. Putback is, and that'll be Eric Williams. So the Cavaliers out to an early 4-3 lead. One of the tough things about playing zone is, is, is knowing who to box out. And that 1-3-1, a lot of offensive rebounds to be had when the other team plays a 1-3-1. Ottery to Christensen, back to, this will be Aiden Ottery. Two Otteries out there on the floor. We'll make sure to do first names. Shot is no good from Aiden Ottery, the 6'2 sophomore. Coming the other way after the rebound is St. Thomas Morgan, 2-6 and six overall. A win would do wonders for their confidence today against a pretty decent St. Mary Springs team. Both the teams uh, here losing to Sheboygan Lutheran the previous two days. Shot up and no good from Noah Glembin. Yeah, that's a shot that he's going to, to keep Thomas Moore in this game, Noah's going to have to start hitting that shot. Three-point look off the mark from Miles Ottery and the Cavaliers with the board. 4-3 they lead, 15-18 to go in the first half here at the WBY shootout. Long three off, Glembin again. Yeah, he's, uh, He's going to have to get going here, and, and he will. He's an awfully good basketball player. Springs has an open look, but Ottery's going to drive to charge. the lane instead. A little too hard, as you're right, Mike. The charge. He had a wide open three, decided to go for two instead, and it looked true, but a little Boy. too strong. No, and, and you know what? Great help side defense to, to beat him to the spot and, and to stand in and take that charge. Um, really, really good job on the defense by, by Thomas Moore. Really active right now and taking, uh, taking away some things that Springs trying to accomplish. Three minutes gone in the first half. St. Mary Springs, St. Thomas Moore, the Cavaliers of St. Thomas Moore with the basketball after the charging infraction. Again, going left to right on your radio dial, working at baseline to Glembin, who's been active early. Yeah, they're starting to, uh, this 1-3-1, one, one, they're starting to trap it a little bit and uh, trying to get him in the corners and trap it. Pretty pass from Causey to Williams is paid off. It's a 6-3 lead now after the bucket. And Springs tries to answer right away. The putback cannot fall for Wechter. And there will be a foul. Springs had a couple of opportunities, a couple looks at it, couldn't get it, but they will go to the stripe for a couple. Yeah, they beat Thomas Moore off their made basket. They beat Thomas Moore down, beat Thomas Moore down the floor and uh, not something that John Hoke was too happy about. You know, you look at the, the coaching staff uh, for Thomas Moore, and Tony Maine is over there. And I think one of the best high school basketball players, I, you know, in this area when he played. In fact, I'll tell you a quick story about him. He was in a tournament at Dominican, and he uh, hit his first shot, and the opposing coach said, um, hey, get your hand up. He's not that good. And uh, he went on to score. I think he still owns the, the record in Dominican. I think he had 45 in that game, something like that. Ooh, not so. bad. One of the free throws is made for Wechter, and it will be 6-4, 14-10 to go here in the first half, and there will be a foul. We'll take 10 seconds for legal identifications. The WBY shootout here on the fan. WSSP Milwaukee. WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. This is 105.7 FM, the fan. Milwaukee sports leader. 14-10, 6-4 in favor of St. Thomas Moore on the inbound. And they'll try to set up a play here. Causey, the 5-6 freshman guard, one of the freshmen to watch in this showcase. He'll actually 
turn it over. Here comes Christensen the other way, charging pass to Wechter, but he can't control it with the right hand. Goes out of bounds instead, and it'll be Cavaliers ball once more. You know, a 5-6 freshman starting on varsity. You know, I was interested in watch Causey play, and uh, he is uh, he's small in stature, but, man, quick as a hiccup and making good decisions for the most part against this 1-3-1. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, WBY shootout here on the fan. And we just saw a three-point shot knocked down Noah Glembin, who has been shooting a lot early, averages should. 14 a game, and there's three more. It's 9-4 St. Thomas Moore. Noah gets going. He's uh, he's very difficult to stop. He's a good basketball player. Matthew Mull now in for the Ledgers and tried to drive it into traffic. Loses the ball, but is able to retain it. And St. Mary Springs, another dribble drive down. Three-point shot. Look, Miller off. Springs fighting for the board. Bodies everywhere, and there is a whistle. And that'll be against the Ledgers. St. Thomas Moore trying to find that confidence for their next opponent, January 4th against the uh, mighty Spartans from Greendale, Martin Luther. So, uh, I, look, watching them play right right now, we're going to have our hands full. They're, uh, Thomas Moore, like always, man, they play hard and they play tough. So they're undersized a little bit as we are. Two and six overall on the season. As they're just trying to figure things out, but they're looking good so far. Nine to four, they lead. Twelve forty-three to go in the first half. Still, a very infant game in front of us here at Concordia. I, I think that with Springs playing at one-three-one, I, I I think that probably fits okay for Thomas Moore. You know, I think if if you get a chance to play them man and and really take some space away from them, make them play faster, I think you got a better chance to beat them. But at this point, they're able to. To play against that 1-3-1 one, one and pass the ball, not get trapped in the corners. And if Noah starts hitting a lot of shots, again, now they're going to stay in this game. David Miller hits a three at this end. The Ledgers got the ball back after a Cavaliers turnover. 9-7 now. Still in favor of the Cavaliers. Ledgers going nowhere. 12 minutes yet to go in the first half. You want to look opposite. When you're playing against a 1-3-1, one, one, you know, you, you, people think they can't. Yeah, they can't, they can't uh, get into gaps and drive. And what, what you really want to do is, is get into a gap and have two or three guys come to you and then look opposite. You get wide open looks when you're aggressive into it. You're, you're driving into the paint if you can and then look opposite and move the ball. After you drive in to that gap, then move the ball and you're going to get good looks if you're able to do that. Another Cavaliers turnover gives St. Mary Springs the ball. They're going right to left. If you're following along on your radio or the radio.com app, corner three is good, and Springs will take the lead. Michael Wechter, who, again, is not hesitant to take the three. Timeout, John Hoke. So it's Springs nine, Springs ten, rather, and St. Thomas Moore nine, an early lead out for Springs. We'll take a quick 30-second timeout, and we're back here at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout, St. Mary Springs ten, St. Thomas Moore nine, right here on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 10-9, Ledgers lead the Cavaliers. Ledgers of St. Mary Springs over the Cavaliers of St. Thomas More. One of two games we're doing today on The Fan on the WBY Shootout. Why are they called the Ledgers? Do you know? Uh, I, I they know are, this. They are on a ledge. Is that why? 
St. Mary Springs is on a ledge. Fond du Lac is sort of in a little bit of a valley, and then Highway 23 goes up, and St. Mary Springs is on a ledge looking over the city. Yeah, there uh, we, we did a uh, round the corner with John McGivern in Fond du Lac, and did I did you know that, or were you testing me? No, I, I do know that, and I because I asked what what's with uh, this, uh, you know, their logo and stuff, and he, they told me about the guy that designed it and why they're ledgers, and that that is why. They're literally the high school is on a ledge of the private school in Fond du Lac, one of two. Where'd you go? I went to the public high school, Fond du Lac High. Shot is true for St. Thomas Moore. Drake Diener, a big deal over there? Drake Diener, Travis Diener, Rachel Diener, Brittany Diener, Drew Diener. All of them. All the Dieners. Dallas Diener. Yeah, he's, he's loving being home at Marion College, you know that? I would, I would imagine. Yeah, he, he, That was a great get for them. Yes, great catch for them. Three-point shot is up. Miller off the mark for the Ledgers, who trail 11-10 to 10 with 10.45 to go in the first half. Is there a story why St. Thomas More is the Cavaliers? That I don't know. Don't know. I'll find out for you during the break because Lori Hoke will let me know. All right, good. Yeah. Again, uh, Fond du Lac, St. Mary Springs, staying in that 1-3-1. I think it's important, again, if this point guard can get into a gap and, and, and draw a couple guys to him and then look opposite. You get great looks that way against uh, this defense. Causey to Williams. They're going to go back to Causey right near the timeline into the corner. Working are the Cavaliers in driving. A desperation pass from Glenblin. He's going to find uh, St. Mary Springs ledger instead. They kick it back out. Miller thinks about a corner three. They're going to try to run the offense instead through Christensen. Back to Miller. Three-point shot, no good. Didn't see a lot of that yesterday where teams would drive, they would take it. Good to see the outlet pass, but not true for Miller. And there's going to be a foul against St. Mary Springs. He traveled. Traveled. Thank you. Yep, that's all right. That's all right. I keep my eye on these refs, so I'm watching those Yeah, guys. you got to. Uh, not these guys. Again. You recognize these guys yeah, when I you're do. coaching? Yeah, I do. They, this is a veteran group. They've been around a while. Which one of them is the worst of the three? Uh, there's none. They're all <laughs> phenomenal. They're all bad. Not doing any. <laughs> there's no chance you bait me into that one, pal. Uh-uh. 11-10, Cavaliers look to extend the lead with a three-point shot. No good. Rebounded by Miller. And here comes St. Mary Springs again. Working a little quick, mishandling the basketball. And that's going to be a turnover as I believe that went to Causey, so they run the offense the other way, and they may have given it right no. back. This will stay with the they, Cavaliers. They tipped it. Yeah, 23, who is um, for, for St. Mary Springs, Schuessler? Uh, Schuessler. Yeah, he, he's uh, turned it over the last couple of times. It took him out, kind of get him back. He's uh, struggled. Christensen on a fast break, and it is good off the window. 12-11 now, the Ledger's... Back on top, 9.25 to go in the first. What a nice kid he is. Yeah, he did a nice job on our show. We brought him in and talked to him about being a true student athlete at St. Mary Springs. Drive here the other way, no good, from Williams. And the Ledgers will board that one up. Ball back to Christensen. Crosses the timeline. 21 points a game for Craig, uh, Cade Christensen, who saves the ball near the sideline they find Miller on the other side that won't go put back is good from Michael Wechter the 6-3 senior boy second shots will drive a coach nuts and as John Hoke's got his hands up you know ball goes up you got to put a body on somebody they, they let somebody come right down the lane and, and get a tip 
and uh, that'll drive you nuts. Moore looking for a three. St. Thomas Moore, that one no good. For, you know, St. Mary Springs, they're not entirely built with size, but they still have more than, than the Cavaliers do. They do, and, and they're very aggressive going to the offensive glass, which gives you an opportunity to get a breakout if you can secure the rebound. But the guys that are trying to break down a little bit and see if they can get a layup, leaving their guys, you got to put a body on your guy. And you know what? We talk as coaches. I don't care if you get the rebound as long as your guy doesn't. And take some pride in that part of the game. Shot from the Cavaliers, no good. That was Matthew Monaco looking for the bucket. 14-11, Ledger still lead. Christensen at the top. They look far side and back in. And that'll get deflected and out of play. It'll stay down here with the ledgers going right to left. This is what happens sometimes to, to Thomas Moore. When you don't have, you know, when Noah's not hitting, because he's their offensive guy, you'll go in droughts. You'll go four, five, six minutes without scoring, and you'll go from being up four to down six or down eight, and then it's tough to come back if you don't have multiple guys that are able to score. Springs with an open look, far side three, quickly contained. They'll pass around the... Ark instead, Christensen driving with his right, and a foul. Basket won't fall, he'll go to the line. 14-11, 8.03 left in the first uh, the first of two games we're doing this afternoon at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. I'm going to head over to my sister Colleen's house after the second game we do. Take a shower and then come back for the 7.30 game. What do you want day for me? Uh, Brookfield East, one of the better teams in the area. Really well coached. Should be fun. What's the line on that one? <laughs> uh, there's no such thing in high school sports. <laughs> yeah, I, they, there was a kid that used to, uh, as Christensen gets blocked but fouled. There was a kid when I went to Fondy High. I played soccer. And he came up to me after one game and said, dude, that goal. I go, I know, man. I, I didn't do well. No, it cost me 50 bucks. <laughs> I had only you guys in, with the points. Only in final leg. I said, What? Even I don't even I don't think Ryan Horvat even does high school stuff. Does he? Does everything <laughs> I hope else? Not. He does everything else. Some yeah. some athletic competitions need to remain pure. Pure. And, and so and hopefully, a, right? High school basketball should be one of those. Not in Fond du Lac. I know <laughs> no. North Fond du Lac they bet on all, all that stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. Christensen makes one of two. It's 15-11. 7:45 to go in the first half. Ledger's over the Cavaliers. Here at Concordia University. Springs out of that 1-3-1 and to a man-to-man. Williams drive with his right and good. Little floater makes it a two-point game, 15-13. Yeah, first bucket for uh, Thomas Moore in a while. A little surprise Springs came out of that 1-3-1. They, they had turned over Thomas Moore three or four times in a row and uh, came out maybe just for one possession. Get Thomas Moore to see something a little bit different. Zach Zwicky's pass a little too strong to Christensen, but he does recover. Back to Zwicky in the corner. Knocked away, and here's a Eric fast Williams. break. Yep, Williams for St. Thomas Moore, and it's tied up at 15. Good job to get the steal and then finish it. 15 all, seven to go. Do you know anything about the history of Thomas Moore? You know these guys are going to play hard. And another steal from Williams, and he should have enough room. Puts it up just a little bit off. Good hustle there by Wechter to get a hand on it. In fact, longtime coach Pat Ross is in the front row, and uh, we may try to talk to him at halftime. Big fan of Pat Ross, and he still he retired from Thomas Moore a while ago. He was a Milwaukee police officer, 
and uh, he still comes to a lot of their games and supports Thomas Moore, supports these kids. You were listening to the – yeah, we can talk to him. Yeah. We can talk to whoever you want. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Bart. I'm talking to you right now. Yes, you are at the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief. Get relief from sneezing, running nose, itchy, watery eyes, nose and throat, all with Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Hey, i got to move over to football for a minute. Uh, Homestead, uh, high school and youth football clinic coming up uh, Saturday, January 19th. Tony Resch. Uh, Raising Stakes Fundraising, big partner with us uh, on some of the things that I do. Um, again, Saturday, January 19th, high school and youth football clinic at Homestead. Um, if you want uh, to talk to Drake Zortman about information on how to get involved in this or Tony Resch at RaisingTheStakesInc.com. Ball inbounded for the Cavaliers, 15 all with 6.32 to go in the first half. St. Thomas Moore coming into this one, 2-6 and six overall. St. Mary Springs. At five and three overall, both teams losing in this shootout to Sheboygan Lutheran, Springs on Thursday, and the Cavaliers yesterday. Three-point shot looked good from our angle, but ended up being a little short for Micah Causey. Uh, yeah, that that would be called an air ball. And you know what? He's a freshman, and uh, he'll knock that next shot down. You watch. He has no idea he just missed a shot. As a freshman, you just keep playing. I love it. Springs now with the ball on the other end, going right to left. Rattles off a few guys, and it will be in favor of the Cavaliers. Little pinball on some legs, and it was last touched by a legend. You know, I'm impressed with Causey, this freshman guard. He's got uh, he's got a little flash to his game. I think he's doing a nice job. Well, it's one thing to be a freshman and to play. It's a different thing to be a freshman and to lead your team start. Yep. as the point guard. They're back into that 1-3-1 half court where they trap it in the corners. Corner three, too strong from Noah Glembin. Great pass. They're able to get the rebound. A lot of hands going up. Desperate shot put off, and he will get fouled. That's Ben Schranke. We talked earlier, when you're in that 1-3-1, they're trapping in the corners, and they're spread out, so there's a lot of offensive rebounds that, can, that are there to have to be had. And you got to be able to finish it. When you're playing one three one, you've got to do a great job of identifying who's in your area and box them out. Transkey at the line, he'll make the first, so that puts the Cavs back on top, 16-15. Couple substitutions: Ottery in for the Ledgers, Williams back in for St. Thomas More. You surprised so far? Thomas More hanging in there. They're, they, I'm telling you, they're better than their record is showing. Well, that's the thing. I haven't seen these two play much as of late, but you look at the records and you think this should be a game that maybe St. Mary Springs not dominates, but cruises through and maybe five, six-point lead throughout the game. When you just look at the records. You know, it, it, when they played, when Thomas Moore played Sheboygan Lutheran, who's ranked number one in the state, Division Five, and they're really good. They, uh, with eight minutes to go, it was like a four-point game. And, uh, and then they, they kind of fell apart a little bit. So they have the, the capability of playing with some decent teams, and St. Mary Springs is a decent team. Awfully good football program, Springs, huh? Yeah, they it, win like every year. They win most years. The people in Fond du Lac, they take, uh, they happy for them at Springs, or there, there's a little jealousy over at Fondy High for what Springs does. I'd like to see the two teams play each other one time. 
Springs and the Fondy Cardinals. I don't think this year anybody would want to play Fondy in football. They were awfully good. Jorgensen does a nice job there. Driving is Christensen and good, so it's tied up at 17. Five minutes to go here in the first half. Good, quick, competitive game so far. Both teams have a couple possessions they'd like back, but are cashing in when they need to. Tied up at 17. Neither team really in foul trouble yet. I well, think we could see some bonus soon. The last four minutes, you're going to see Noah Kremble get a couple of shots here. He's going to start hitting a couple. Um, he gets a sweat going, and he hits one. He might hit three in a row. Causey looking to make something happen at the opposite end. Going to give it over to Shransky, who drives and misses. And then it's Micah Causey at 5'6", fighting his way underneath some of the guys four or five inches taller than him, and he will get fouled, and he'll head to the line tied at 17. Yeah, no, no, no lack of effort from him either. No, when, and when they're playing man, when, when Fond du Lac is playing man, uh, Springs playing man, Thomas Moore's getting one look at the basket. They come, they come back to that 1-3-1, one, one, and they've turned him over a couple of times, but you see the difference. Um, Thomas Moore's gotten two, three, four offensive rebounds every possession uh, since they went back to that 1-3-1. One, one. Causey's first attempt is good. He'll get one more, as you do. And that will go off the back of the rim, but Causey will end up with the rebound. Up 18-17. Looks for Shransky. Kick it back out to Williams. And that'll be Glenbin off the mark. Boy, he, he needs one to go. Look for a straight on three. Springs instead with the board. Driving and a desperate heave to keep it in play is Matthew Mull. They will keep it and there will be a foul. Boy, you see the frustration right now with with Noah, who is a senior. He's played on varsity since he was a freshman. And I've got a chance to coach against him. Love his mom and dad, really good people. And... Uh, He's looking forward to playing at the next level. Christensen hangs on to a wild pass. The three in and out won't go. You know what he's done a good job of as the Cavaliers come the other way? There's a lot of passes that are, it's an effort for Christensen to hang on to him, to keep right. possession of the basketball. He's done a good job of that. That's not something that, as they say, shows up in the box score, but some of these passes to him need to be a little more controlled so that he can gather them and get the shot that he's looking for. Yeah, and you know, he's a all-conference receiver on a state championship football team. Three-point shot is good for the Ledgers. Matthew Mole, the six-foot senior, puts Springs back in top, 20-18. to 18. Needs that one. No one needs one to go. There you go. Quick answer from Glenlin. Noah Glenlin with a three, and it's 21-20. You may see him hit two more before the half. 3 to go in the is. first. Christensen, yeah, you can tell he's got good hands. Streaky. Finds driving inside. Wechter will get it to fall and the and one. You know, getting back uh, to the Christensen kid from Thomas Moore, or from uh, St. Mary Springs, all-conference receiver, and he throws in the mid-80s on the baseball team as a right-handed pitcher. And he's a 3.9 student. So good overall athlete. Yeah, not a bad kid. And he's going to take over the family farm. That's what he's, his goal is. They got a crop for cash. Um, farm, that's what they call it. Corn. They do? Yep. Yeah, up in Fond du Lac. His grandfather does. Did he tell you where at? I wonder if I know where it is. I, uh, no, he did not. <laughs> in Fond du Lac, though. Well, then I know where it is. There you go. 23-21 in favor of the Ledgers. The and one is good. 
2.42 to go here, St. Mary Springs. Again, look opposite here, young man. On nope. top of St. Thomas More. Causey. They give it over to Braden Cook, who sees his first action. That shot too strong. Driving the other way now, Wechter. And he'll get fouled, a blocking foul call. 2.27 to go. That will not put them to the line. Six fouls against St. Thomas More, seven against Springs, up 23-21. 2.27 to go in the first. Miles Ottery wide open for three, doesn't fall. Here comes St. Thomas More. Causey ah, driving. Dribbling. Yep, taken away. Wechter with a two-on-two -two situation for Christensen. Lock. And he'll get fouled as he drives to the rack. That'll be seven now, team fouls against the Cavaliers. So he'll go to the line in the bonus. You know, that's a hard, it, it is a hard call on a charge, but I, I thought that kid was there in plenty of time with his feet set. Um, not sure about that call. This is shooting, so he'll get two. Makes it 24-21 as he makes the first. Zach Zwicky gonna check back in for St. Thomas Moore. David Miller checks in. He's been eager to shoot the three tonight. He's back in for St. Mary Springs as well. 24-21, 2 to go in the first. Second free throw just like the first. Good, it's 25-21, Ledgers. If you're Thomas Moore, you want to get a good look on this possession. You don't want, you don't want to turn it over and get an empty possession. And then all of a sudden you're down six or eight at half. You want to keep it where it is or see if you can't get a little bit closer, maybe get the lead. Causey teases the three, he finds it now in the far corner, puts up a little jumper, off the rim and back down. Good for two, 25-23. Good tight game here, 140 to go in the first. I think Thomas Moore's in a 1-3-1 now. Three-point shot, Christensen short, boarded up by Springs. That's Justin Ditter who got the start, we haven't heard much from him tonight. And it will go the way of the Cavaliers after a deflection. And Ditter's going to come back out right away. So Springs, I think, playing the defensive substitution game here. Mike Akazi slowly over the center line. Buck 18 to go. Inside to Zach Swicky. Kick it around Shransky. In the corner, there's Noah again. He's too strong. Boarded up Eric by Williams. Williams. Has a lane, can't deliver. And here comes Christensen on a three on two the other way for Springs. Great pass. Yep, finds the easy pass to Michael Wechter. Good Perfect bounce pass. Timing. And it's good. 27-23 Springs. Again, Thomas Moore with another offensive rebound against this 1-3-1. Just not able to finish. Noah Glenbin drives, changes ah. his mind. Causey loses the handle. Yeah, no need for that. Just playing a little too quick. Into the corner. Miller, they look over to Ottery. He's off. Miles Ottery can't get it to fall. 29 seconds. St. Thomas Moore coming the other way and doing so quickly. Causey thinking about a three, takes instead a dribble deep two. A rim not kind to him there, but they board it up. Look like they'll go for one possession here. 15 seconds to go. Down four in the first. Springs moving from that 1-3-1 one, one to a man on this last possession. 
Causey, thinking about the best option, goes to his right, wants a three, changes his mind, finds Glendon. Shoot it. He's going to take a contested three, and it's too strong. So sort of a, a possession you can learn from there at the end. Uh, we don't want to criticize too much. No, not too much. The freshman point guard, I think, uh, you know, thought they might have been still in that 1-3-1, one, one, and they tried to get Noah something off a screen. Kid footstepped, and, you know, that would have been one that uh, they would like to get. That's something you can learn from, and that's why we play these games. 27-23, St. Mary Springs over St. Thomas More. We'll take a quick break, uh, break rather, and have the cre creative construction of Wisconsin halftime show coming up next here on The Fan. It's Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout continues next. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Here at Concordia University, the halftime show brought to you by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Sixth generation, 90 years of plastering and stucco work. Call creativeconstruction.com. I'm Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. Hey, we are now joined by one of my favorite people in the world. He's Pat Ross. Wow. He just is a good guy. Yeah. He rips on me all the time, so he turns <laughs> off our station when I come on. But it doesn't matter to me. I don't care what he thinks of me. This is what I think of him. Uh -huh. Pat, Happy New Year. Happy, and uh, Merry Christmas. I hope all is well. Everything is well. You look great. Same for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Very yeah. happy. Hey, Pat, I, I made a comment earlier on, the, on, on this broadcast looking at the bench of Thomas Moore that I think Tony Maine is one of the greatest high school basketball players ever to certainly come out of Thomas Moore. But yeah. in southeast Wisconsin, he was so fun to watch. I hated coaching against him. Would you agree with that statement? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that kid did everything to make himself better. Uh, I remember during the football season, he was a quarterback on a football team. He would, he would get beat up on Friday night. Saturday morning, he would be somewhere with his dad playing in some pickup game anywhere in the state his dad would take him. And he was out there shooting the ball. Hey, do you remember yeah. the tournament at Dominican? Oh, God. And I don't know who it was against. But he took a shot, his first shot, and I think he hit it. The opposing coach said to his player, uh -huh. hey, get your hand up. He's not that good. Right. And Tony May looked at him and went, okay. Yeah. And he still holds the record, I believe, got 45 points in that gym at Dominican. Yeah, he had at least 45. Yeah. yeah. Coach, I was, I, we were playing the next game, yeah. and I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. He hit shots, and he would hit a shot. He never said anything to either coach, uh -huh. but he looked at him. Yeah. You know, in that tough south side kind of way. Well, exactly. Oh, he was tough. Yeah. Well, oh. I, re I remember that exactly. He hit a shot. The coach took a timeout. We're walking off to the huddle, and then he says, the other coach says to the, the kids, that kid ain't that good. And Tony said to me, you hear what he just said? Yeah. said what did he say? He said, I ain't that good. I said, well, just show him. And he just went <laughs> and off. And that's all you had to say. Yeah, you, you know what? One time we, we had a, he was going off, and my assistant coach at that time says, Coach, we're not running an offense. I looked at him. I said, just don't say anything to that kid. He is our offense. <laughs> just let him go. Let him go. Yeah, he was fun to watch. Hey, Coach, um, you've been <clears throat> gone from coaching now for how long? Uh, I think five years. And the fact that I see you, whenever I see Thomas Moore play, you're probably there. Oh. And and the fact that you still come <laughs> to games, do you you still obviously have a lot of Thomas Moore in your blood, and you love these Ab kids? Absolutely, absolutely. Now I would make some adjustments right here. Yeah, I know, I <laughs> that, know. We that, that's what I do. But you know, all all the coaches in the stands well, exactly, are making adjustments. Exactly. I would attack that one three one differently. You know, well, yeah, I know, but, I know. 
you got to go with the kids you have and what they can do. So I, you have to understand that. I kept saying on the first half that if Noah gets it going, when, when Noah is hitting shots, it's a whole different team. I agree, but when Noah is in his shot, take it to the basket. Take it to the basket. Tony Meany said, I ain't hit anything. Go to the basket. Yeah, get to the line. Get to the line. Get get some chemistry going there. Hey, you know. do, you, uh, do you miss coaching? Yeah. Oh, definitely. I mean, you will never. This, I get here, I get nervous. Because I you know, I want them to do well. I want right. them to play well. And it's just something that you never get You never lose. You just don't. Coach, I see uh, I see your, your wife is with you. And yeah. uh, uh-huh. you know how I feel about you all kicking your cover. <laughs> what in the world is going on there, Coach Ross? Yeah. I, I Look, you're a nice man, but yeah. really? Well, I always remember this story uh, when I first – I knew Chris in high school. Uh-huh. And uh, we both lost a spouse, and somehow this all happened. So – we go to the Al McGuire play. I got tickets from you. Yes. I show up with Chris. You and Paul Wallerstein, they're over there, like, on me. Like, what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> the next day on the show, they're talking. And he comes out and he says, yeah, did you see Coach Ross last night? He says, yeah, yeah. Who was that hot chick? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Look, we love Pat Ross, but let, let's just be honest. She's still a hot chick, and and can, we still can't figure it out. Because he's not worth a boatload of money. He's a cop or something. And he was a basketball coach. So, yeah. hey, yeah. Pat, thank you for stopping by. We're going to get to the second half. Yeah. You know how I feel about you. Same and, way. And Same uh, way. happy New Year. Look forward to Same seeing way. you. We play Martin. We play uh, Thomas Moore next, so I'll see you again soon. I talked to Paul, and maybe we'll go out after that for a Coke or something. That, or that, coffee, you know, know what? And I'll buy the first one. Okay. Thank you, good. Pat. And you guys do a great job, by the way. I listen to you guys all the time. Well, Thank appreciate you very it. Much. Good to meet you. We'll yeah, take a 30 too. second timeout. We're back with the second half next on The Fan. Thanks, buddy. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We also want to thank Pick and Save, your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries for being a part of the action here today as we've got three more halves of basketball for you this afternoon in the second half of our first game underway. And Noah Glenblin just off the mark as St. Mary Springs leading St. Thomas Moore 27-23. to 23. You see why Pat Ross is one of my favorite people in the world? <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's a great guy. Just a great man. Springs going left to right here. Their first shot of the half is good, 29-23, to 23, as we're just 40 seconds fresh into half number two. So you heard the adjustments that he would make with this team for St. Thomas Moore. Let's see if they do that. Kazi instead going to shoot a three, and that's good. So Micah Kazi, he said it before. He airballed that one, said it won't be a problem. His next three was good, 29-26. He's a freshman. He doesn't know any better. We'll see how Springs responds. Christensen driving just a little too strong. Come on down. Get in the gap. There you go. Right back here to St. Thomas Moore. Kazi to Glenbin. He'll lose the handle. Oh, he's struggling today. Christensen finding Ottery. To Ottery, and that's Miles Ottery. Aiden Ottery to Miles Ottery. The Ottery connection gives Springs a six point lead off that 332 26. Scoring has come quickly here in this second half. Causey, Glimbin looking for a three contested. 
just off. And boarded up by Springs. Yeah, if there's one thing I think they'd have on their wish list is some offensive rebounds. Yes. It's just not coming for St. Thomas Moore. Well, and you know what? It did uh, the second half of the, of the first half. When they were in that 1-3-1, they got a lot of a lot of offensive rebounds, but you've got to be able to finish when you're around the basket, and uh, they've struggled a little bit with that. Ball gets loose. Ref has no choice but to call a jump ball with bodies all over the place. It will stay with St. Mary Springs going left to right on your radio dial and at radio.com. You know, this first, uh, this next four minutes, really important to Thomas Moore. Got a feeling, you know, in a couple of minutes they're going to be they're down 10 or 12, it's going to be tough to get back from that. Christensen will give him an opportunity here to not take that lead too big as he gets called for the travel. 32-26. St. Thomas Moore trailing the ledgers of St. Mary Springs. Again, they, they this offense very stagnant right now. Not No, no movement. And uh, they're just passing the ball back and forth without much... much uh, much opening, and I think it's important that they look to maybe drive in a, into a gap and then look opposite because that's where you get wide open looks against this team. Looking for Williams down low, it gets deflected. They kick right it out. There. there is an open man. It's Monaco yep. who drives, there it is again. finds Glenbin. They've got an open man behind him. He's going to drive it instead. Tries to get his own rebound. Somehow does. Will drive it strong. He, he's doing everything on that possession by himself. Shot is good. 32-28. I mean, he, he does not want to lose today. No. I mean, that's and very clear. As Springs gets the and one at the other side, Michael Wechter. Yeah, he uh, he got the basket, didn't get back in time. Uh, let uh, the player he was guarding go right past him and and uh, caused one of his Thomas Moore kids to have to come help and, and got called for the foul. He exerted so much energy at this end, getting his own rebound, getting well, it again putting it back, but you do have to think the moment that shot goes in, you got to think defense. And again, as we talked about last night, it's a longer court. It's five feet on either side, and uh, you got to make sure you get back. Free throw's no good. Cavaliers have the basketball knocked away. Wechter tries to save it. Ends up in row Q, seat 12. Had a, had a little popcorn from that guy and back to the court. Not bad. He's got a little mustard stain on his shirt, but he'll be all right. Cavaliers with the inbound going right to left now in front of us here in the corner at Concordia University. So last possession, they got a couple of good looks by by going into the gap and then looking opposite. There you go. Right That's there. Transky driving and good. Gets the pass, takes one dribble, puts it up, 34-30. Ledger still on top, 14-35 to go in this one. Christensen, three, that one off. And boarded up by St. Thomas Moore. Here comes Shransky, the 6'3", uh, senior rather. Averages about eight a game. Setting up the offense. Springs uh, came out of that 1-3-1 playing a man right now. Tries to go around Mole, get caught up instead. Finds Monaco, nice drive to his right. Can't get the payoff. Here comes the Ledgers. Wechter to Ottery, that's Aiden, finding Christensen into the corner for Wechter, and no good, but Springs with the rebound. Matthew Mole driving, they're looking back, they seem to want a three on this possession, driving instead, 
And kicking it back out to the top. Good ball movement by Springs. Yeah, they find the open yep. guy. They get that three they're looking for, Matthew Mole. Boy, six, seven passes into a gap pass, into a gap pass, and then get a nice look. Oh, they're just waiting for one guy to be open with that shot, and they found him, and they're up 37-30. Springs back to a 1-3-1. Causey thinking about it. Thinks otherwise to Williams, to Causey, who will. Air ball. Nope, got it. Yeah, just a little bit of rim, but no good. Christensen on the board. Charging up the court. Got an open guy in the corner. It is Mole. They'll look back the other way. Driving. Ottery with his left. He'll get fouled and head to the stripe. Springs up 37-30, 13 to go. Yeah, we talked about that next four minutes being important, and they don't want to be down double digits. They give these free throws up, they'll be down nine. I think it's important that Coach Hope, you know, settles this group down. When we talked about attacking that 1-3-1, one, one, there's different ways to do it. And uh, I think that they need to, need to find a way to get some movement in that offense and get some better looks. Aiden Ottery misses the first. A couple of substitutions for both squads. And can't find the second one either. But the Ledger's with the rebound. Ball goes to Ottery. Back up top, Miller. Here's Wechter now. They find Ezra Tucker. And Tucker going to drive. And he'll get fouled. So Springs, they miss both free throws, but quickly get that rebound, set up a play they like, and they're right back at the line. Yeah, that, uh, it's been a tough uh, possession for Thomas Moore. Two fouls on the same kid, and back to the line goes St. Mary Springs. First Still one no good. A free throw, though. Yeah. Three fouls already against St. Thomas Moore here, none against the Ledgers early in the second half, 12.42 to go. Fourth foul on Matthew Monica. He does not, uh, he didn't think he had it. Either one was a foul. I, I would agree with him on that first call. Second one, I think he hit him pretty good. Springs missing all four free throws on that long possession and rebounded up by St. Thomas Moore. Glenbin looking for Braden Cook. They'll have Shransky capped in the offense. And back up to Micah Causey at the top for a reset. Man-to-man -man defense on Springs. They're going back and forth with that 1-3-1. One, one. Seems like they go, uh, if they hit a bucket, then they fall back in the half-court 1-3-1. One, one. Noah Glenbin, you can tell he's working hard. He's, his hair's just a little sweatier than everybody else. Yeah, he, he's just, his, he, usually offensively, he's, uh, he's, he's pretty good, and he's struggling right now. Williams on the drive, gets there caught up. They find Glenbin in the corner. No. St. Mary Springs with the basketball. They've got an open look. And that's true. Aiden Ottery for three, and suddenly it's a 10-point lead for St. Mary Springs. Yeah, we talked again. They make a basket back into a 1-3-1. Causey, some frustration setting in on his face. The freshman point guard. Williams looking for Noah, and that is good. So Noah Glenbin answers the three with a three of his own. And Boy, he needed that. Yeah, he, he needed that. The yes, team needed did. that, but I think he needed that. Yeah, he really did. And a quick turnover for Springs, so seven-point lead. 
St. Thomas More still plenty of time to work. 40 to 33, and they'll have the basketball. Some you know, I've seen, I've seen him play enough to know that, you know, he gets one to go, there's a chance he can get uh, three, four, five to go. And as a shooter, you want to shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. And that's what he's thinking at this point. They can get him another look, be anxious to see if he can get another one to go. Well, they're heading his direction on the far side, back over to Causey. Thought about the three. Shransky to Glenvin. Spring's doing a good job eating it up, and they're going to take it's a good timeout. Yeah, they're going to take absolutely a no movement on offense. Pass the ball back and forth. Where they got Tim a, a great shot last time is they dribble into a gap and, and you draw two or three and then kick. We'll take a 30 second timeout of our own. St. Mary Springs 40, St. Thomas Moore 33. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout continues next on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. St. Mary Springs leading St. Thomas Moore 40-33. High school basketball here on The Fan brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Pick-and-save where Wisconsin saves on groceries. We'll have another one right after this. Appleton Xavier 4-2 on the season 3-0 in their conference, the Bay Conference. They'll be taking on the 5-2 Kettle Moraine Lutheran Chargers. They sit at 2-2 in the East Central. That game to follow 10 minutes after the conclusion of this one where Springs leads St. Thomas Moore 40-33. 10-43 to go in this second half. Timeout taken by the Cavaliers, so yeah, let's see what they do coming out of it. A little more movement here, looking to get something down. There you go. Yeah, they find a right basket they like. Braden Cook, who's not been too involved in the offense, he was wide open under the basket and gets the two to go. So 40-35 to 35 now. As the lead cut in half, it was 10 moments ago. It's, it's all the way down to five. Springs with the basketball. Who will run the offense for them here? Looks like Miller. At the top, trying to find Christensen on a cut. It gets taken away. The Cavaliers coming. No-look pass from Causey to Williams. Looking Springs, for Glemden. Springs in the man, man-to-man man again on an empty possession. When they don't get a bucket, they come back into a man. When they do, it's a half-court 1-3-1. One, one. Micah Causey. To Williams now at the top of the key. Causey tries to get open on a three, drives instead. Jumps back, and that's a pretty shot for a freshman. Oh boy. Three point game. 40 to 37. Four straight points out of that timeout. 7 0 run for the Cavs. Down low to Christensen, gets knocked around. A little too much contact. Gets him off balance, no shot, no foul. Here comes the Cavs the other way. Williams driving with his right to the hole and good. And now we have a one point game and a timeout for the Ledgers as they just saw a 10 point lead evaporate to one. No quit in the mighty Cavaliers from Thomas Moore. Unbelievable. They'll take good a 30 second timeout. We will not go anywhere. I want to thank our sponsors, including. Yeah. I think the refs are doing a great job today. Yeah, we got good power now. Jack. Yeah, no we problem. saved enough power for this one. 
Hey, I think the refereeing in this game has been top-notch. The refereeing has never been better in any basketball game we've ever seen. <laughs> Can you tell we've got a ref right by the table? He wants to know what Bart Winkler was saying about these refs. He tried, he tried to bait me into something earlier. That's not happening. I was bored during, I was bored during the day, but it wasn't yesterday. 40-39 to 39 after a little back and forth with one of the three officials here. A listener of the fan. We thank him. Yes, he is. So the Ledgers now, they had a 10-point lead. It's down to one. 8.52 to go. Driving. Contact. Late and call. Yeah, well, he'll get to the line. It was a late call. Jack, but not from the ref that we just had. No, a nice Jack Fleming's with. the guy that uh, <laughs> came over to say hi. That's all I'm going to say. I always love having refs that listen to our show. We, uh, we talk a lot about trying to get young uh, high school-age kids to get into refing. Because uh, there's a shortage at the uh, the younger ages, and what a nice part-time job to uh, you know make a little money, stay in the game, stay fit, get up and down the court a little bit. Refing's a great part-time job. Financially, it's you're not going to find too many jobs, and it keeps you around the game, especially if you're if you're a basketball player, and you can come. Every, and ref. every call, there's half the crowd that loves you, half the crowd that hates you. It's awesome. Yeah, I was a ref growing up. It's good it's practice like, for a job like this. It's like doing radio. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. going to say. Mole makes both of them at the stripe. So it's 42-39. Springs extends their lead to three, but it was 10 just a couple minutes ago. St. Thomas Moore with most of the momentum here. Glemden thinking about a three. Ottery quickly on him. Here's Williams. And they're just going to try to find the right opportunity. Shransky now running the point. Yeah, no movement here. A lot of times they'll reset with Shransky. Kazi will bring it up, but some of the resets do go the way of Ben Shransky, the senior. Three-point shot. It's here good. We goes. got a tie game, Mike. Yeah, you know, Noah hit one, and now he's hit two. And watch out. He might hit the next four. Christensen tries to answer. In and out. Boarded up by Williams. The Cavaliers with an opportunity to take the lead. Give it to him again. Let him go. There you go. Three-point look Boom. again is true. Noah Glembin back-to-back threes. And St. Thomas Moore, a 13-point swing over the last three minutes, up 45-42. Yeah, he is uh, He's a streaky shooter, and when he gets a couple to go, A near turnover watch. there. You got to wonder what Coach Kyle Krieger is thinking over on the ledger sideline. Driving here, Mole. Instead, Ottery, Christensen. Michael Wechter going to get a turn with his right strong. And one. The and one. Bucket's good, and he'll go to the line with the opportunity to tie it up at 45. 7.08 to go in half number two. Boy, this has been a good half. This has been, been a good half. You know, as coaches, we talk about the roller coaster ride of a game, and you want to end up on the top of the roller coaster and be interesting to see. I think both teams have weathered the storm a little bit. You know, I think uh, finally like St. Mary Springs was at a high, and they were up 10 or 11. And uh, now Thomas Moore's got it back. Springs back up uh, one. Cavs still with the lead. The free throw no good. Some contact on the sideline in front of the scorer's table. No foul call. It's going to go out of play. Coach, uh, Coach Hoke, uh, I think he wanted a foul. I think he did, too. Instead, just a typical out-of-bounds call. And the Cavaliers do retain possession. 6.51 to go. Causey. 
Cody's got some uh, big arms for a freshman, too. Got some muscle to him. Driving here. Glemden again taking over in the second half. Extends the lead to three. If he hits one, he might hit the next four, and he's now hit his next three, so I'm one, one off. 47-44, the Cavaliers on top of the Ledgers. High school basketball, WBY shootout here on the fan. 12.50 on the AM as well. Christensen driving off. And a foul. We'll go against Springs. That's going to go against Christensen. Frustration foul. Yep, only his first, though. Yep, missed a shot that he thought he should hit and then went over the back. It's a good big possession right here, Thomas Moore. You want to get a good look, see if you can't get Noah another shot since he's hit three or four in a row here. Causey directing out some orders. 47-44, his team out in front by three. Just past the six-minute mark here in the second half. Transky, Causey, fake drive, nice floater, won't fall, boarded up, won't go, gets his own rebound again, won't go. Three looks at that one for the Cavaliers. Here comes St. Mary Springs now left to right. Corner three opportunity, Wechter in and out. That would have tied the game. Cavaliers instead coming back to us. Causey down the left side. A couple of nice moves. Wasn't going anywhere with it, no, though. No, hard bounce pass over to Shransky. Back to Causey. Who's going to dribble a little bit. Causey's confident for a freshman, don't you think? Well, I mean, confidence is gained by confidence. I mean, the more he plays, three-point look. Oh, in and out. out. Oh. Glenbin. You know, when you're a freshman, you start to play, and you realize you can do this. I mean, the confidence, it, well. it breeds quickly. Driving. Kick out, open look, open three, won't go. That was Maul's attempt at it. Causey dribbling through, guys. Somehow still has the basketball. Got to wait. Now he's driving to the hole, and he's stuffed. But it will be a foul. Ezra Tucker at 6-1, swatting the attempt from the 5-6 Causey, but a little too hard. And Causey will go to the stripe for a pair. Time We're going to have a timeout Springs. by Springs. 47-44 in favor of St. Thomas Moore. We'll take a 30-second timeout ourselves. It is the WBY shootout here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio, 105.7 FM, The Fan. This time out brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Zero percent down, zero payments until June of 2020. PellaWI.com. Former uh, Intercom employee overdoing the, the scores, uh, the, the clock. Dan Pfeiffer. Dan Pfeiffer. Do you, I, I, he was gone, I think, before you came. But Dan uh, works for a competitor, and he used to work at Intercom. He's no, Patsy. Uh, yeah, I Potsy. don't. I've never met him personally. I know yeah. that he. Uh, That's him. Right there. Does a lot of PA jobs and scoring work around the, around the town. It's one of many that I don't think he likes me much. Not oh, quite so sure we're why. not going to say hi. No, I, I tried to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't go so well with him. I don't. I'm not quite well, sure. I haven't why, met him, so I can't help you. Yeah. Cause he makes the first out of the timeout. Take ask him by Springs. I think I know why, but I won't tell you. But. We've gone this far. He might as well 
<laughs> as well finish the story. I'll tell you during a break. Kazi makes both, 49-44. The Cavaliers suddenly with a five-point lead. They were just down 10 five minutes ago. 4.30 to go. Christensen, top of the key. Boy, he's struggling offensively. Yeah, three-point look just to the left. Kazi trying to do too much with it, lost the dribble. Springs quickly on the turnover, and they'll get fouled. So they're not letting up by any means. After the shot, the Cavaliers with the rebound, a steal, and then a foul. Yeah, you know, Kazi had the ball, and uh, if he just waited a second and let, the, and let the, everybody get down the floor, but uh, just trying to show a little too much flash there and lost the handle. The first free throw attempt by Ottery goes in after the ball giving it some thought. It will go down, 49-45. Each possession right now, four minutes to go in the game, four-point game, really important, really important. So when you get your hands on the ball, hold it. You, you don't need to, uh, to be flashy 80 feet from the basket. Audrey misses the second, but Shransky can't corral the board, and it will actually go out of play. So Springs retains possession, inbounding from under their basket, down four, 4.13 on the clock, and it looks like he traveled. No, offensive foul. Uh, I tried to post up uh, Kremble in the, in, in the paint and uh, just pushed him out of bounds. You're right. I did see a travel sign made, but it was from a guy in the stands and right. not the official. <laughs> why, why are you watching the guy in the I'll, stands? I'll look more at our guys. In, so the guys in the stripes are the officials? Is that how it works? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to have another co-host, uh, another uh, guy for the second game because this isn't working for me. Dan Pfeiffer, maybe we'll have him take over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever you need, man. 49-45. Four minutes to go. Cavaliers on top and with the ball. Thomas Moore running the flex offense, UCLA screen, cross screen. Causey in the corner, thinks about it. We'll give it to Williams instead. Stransky cutting, not the option he's going for. Williams driving to his left. Glenman gets open, but we'll come back up and try to reset. Hard D from Springs. Don't want to be too hard, but good pressure. It's going to leave an open guy. Shransky tries to lay it up. Won't fall. 49-45. Here come the ledgers behind the back move from Christensen. Runs out of real estate. Over to Miles Ottery. Now to Aiden, who will drive looking for Tucker. Into the corner. Ottery off. Williams Eric, scoops it up. Eric Williams high to get that rebound. Causey splits two defenders. Finds an open guy in Shransky. Glemden back to Causey. Working the right side of the floor. Monaco with four fouls now on the basketball. 2.48 to go. St. Thomas Moore Take up four. Needs help. Ah, yeah, Eric ball, Williams yeah. turned it over. Taken away, just stripped from Aiden Ottery, who drives strong to the rim. That had to be a goaltending, did it not? Yes. That'll be a goaltending. They had a good look at the basketball, and Glenbin got to it, but that was that was set to go down. So they will take the Thomas Moore goaltending. Up, up four has had three possessions and three turnovers. And these are the, this is where they struggle. Put teams away, finish teams, get good looks, and they, they 
again, they're, they're, they're playing a little bit around with the ball. They're trying to pull it out and run some clock. When Stay aggressive. Let's see if we can't go from 6 to 12 and then take, take some time off the clock. 49-47, St. Thomas Moore over the Springs. We'll take a pause for station identification. It is the WBY shootout here on The Fan. WSSP Milwaukee. WXSS HD2 Wauwatosa. This is 105.7 FM. The Fan. Radio.com station. A shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. 49-47. The Cavaliers with the basketball after the goaltending cuts the lead for them down to two. 2.27 on the clock. Here come the Cavs. Awfully close to the baseline and too close as he crossed it was Noah Glendon. Again, another turnover for for uh, Thomas Moore. Two minutes to go, 2.20 to go. Really, every possession so important. Ledgers with the basketball again going left to right. Driving here. Swatted away, but there was too much contact. And Glenbin will get called for it. Cavs up two. 2.10 to go. Four straight possessions uh, without a shot for, for Thomas Moore. Yeah, not even a you gotta get the shots. You gotta take you a gotta look. At least get a shot. Yep, and uh they have turned it over. When you when you're a team that hasn't had a lot of success, it's hard to finish games. It's hard to finish teams off. Because you're looking at the clock thinking, man, we got a chance to win this thing. And then all of a sudden you stop trusting your teammates, start stop trusting the process, and it's hard to finish a game when you're not used to winning. Well, Wechter missed both free throws, so Springs with the opportunity to tie, they don't. Don't get anything off that exchange. Still 49-47. Springs uh, full court press right now. Down two with two minutes to go. Here comes Causey. Tries to split some guys again. Going to lose the basketball. Wechter the other way. There's two guys there to contain him, so he'll pass it back. Top of the key. Trying to find an open guy. Ottery driving. Strong with the right. And good. We're tied up again. 49 all, buck 44 to go. Five straight turnovers. Five straight possessions for Thomas Moore. You're up two and five straight possessions without anything. and No shots to all turnovers. Williams driving next level. Won't fall. Had the height on those guys. Just needed a little better finish. Springs the other way. Christensen, he'll drive on his own. Good left to right movement. Hand to hand and down. It's 51-49. Springs with a two-point lead. Here we go. WBY shootout. So thanks for hanging with us. A lot has happened over these last two minutes or so. We've got a tie game, 51-51, 17.3 seconds to go. St. Thomas Moore with the basketball. Springs had about 45 seconds left. They had the last shot opportunity. Michael uh, Mitchell Wechter instead drives it to the hole just did not get it to fall, so St. Thomas Moore took a timeout, and they'll have the last possession. Ten seconds. Nine. Eight. Seven. The drive from Williams. Strong. Fouled. Basket won't go, but he was fouled with 4.9 to go. Boy, Eric Williams, uh, physically, and he, he's a really good athlete, and uh, took the ball hard to the basket. They're not calling it a shooting foul. You're kidding me. Oh, I thought he was up for sure. Oh, sure. So did I. Timeout taken by the Cavs. What What did I miss? 
He was he was clearly in the air, wasn't he? John Hoke is not complaining, so maybe there's something maybe on the drive. Surprised by that. 4.9 seconds to go. You've got the ball under your basket. You've got to play that 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 you've held. You know, I would think if I'm coach uh, John Hoke, there's something that we'd like to get out out of bounds. Uh, Springs will probably come out in a man, right? So what are we going to do? I would get, I would get the senior Noah a, a, a shot here. Let's see if we can't get him a shot. They didn't do that last time. You know, they let Eric Williams go one on one, and he got fouled. I thought going to the basket, but maybe wrong. No, I did too. But again, you look at the coach, and if he's not complaining, I guess we won't do it on his behalf. So 51-51, 4.9 to go. The Cavaliers looking for their third win of the season. Noah Glenbin would be the kid I'd try to get a look here too. Yeah, you could get something underneath with Williams. Yeah, Williams is at, uh, out at the elbow. Maybe Again, Monaco. St. Mary's is in a man. They're going to inbound at 4.9 to go. It's stolen. Quickly stolen. Williams gets the ball back. Shransky up. Foul. And he is fouled with point oh. .9 to go. Oh. 4.9 seconds. Within the last four seconds, there was a turnover by each team. Yeah. And then Shransky up and fouled. Thomas Moore fully tried to throw that ball away. He, he, he inbounded it to a kid who had his back to him. And, uh, and then Springs turned it right back over. Wow. Point nine seconds. Getting your money's worth here at uh, the Rick Majerus WBY shootout. Well, if Shransky can't make his throws, we may have some free basketball, but well, this is a position he's got, he's everybody got, wants to be in. He's got two two shots. He's got to make one. Two shots to make one here, and uh, with point nine, you make one, you got a pretty good feeling like you're going to win the game. So it all rests on Ben Shransky's shoulders. This timeout brought to you by Allegra Allergy Relief. Get relief from sneezing, running nose, itchy, watery eyes, nose, and throat, all with Allegra Allergy Relief. Boy, it didn't seem like uh, either team really wanted to win this game. You know, they had a turnover and another turnover. I, that inbound pass was a little surprising. Threw it uh, to a kid who was actually running away from him with his back to him. And uh, Springs gets the ball and turns it right back over. Well, yeah, I mean, I think you, sometimes you get a little startled that you actually got the ball in that situation. The, the uh, ledger player just tried to get up court as quick as he could, but good for the Cavaliers for realizing, hey, we still have a shot at this thing. Right. Getting the ball back, they found Shransky real quick under the hoop, and then he was fouled with .9 seconds to go, and he'll come to the line for these opportunities. Two shots. Jim is quiet. Yeah, he is 8 for 18 from the line on the year. And the there first goes. one's good, and he's pumped about it. Make it nine for 19. 52 51. Yeah, not. The way he shoots his free throws, not great form, but man, it went in. Second one is no good, so a heave. I think he got the heave off in time. No, I but think they took a timeout. Did they? With how much time on the clock? I don't know, probably point seven. Wow, okay. We're not done yet, guys. I do think he got the heave off. Hold on, I think they're going to call it. 
0.9 seconds. The second free throw was missed. St. Mary Springs with they're the gonna, no, rebound. They're going to put point, I bet point 0.5, point 0.6. So you have time to catch and shoot. John Hulk is just beside himself. Well, I think I might be with him. How do you have enough time to call a timeout there? Don't you need possession John, of the ball to yeah, call a timeout? Yeah, you want to probably go talk to your boys, John. There you go. Okay, good. So point six, you got time to catch and shoot. You got time to catch it and shoot it. So if I'm, look, I'm going to look for the quarterback in the Springs football team. Get him here, have him throw it. Look for a <laughs> kind of a Christian Leitner catch and shoot kind of thing is what I'm doing. We'll find out. Yeah, they've got to go the full length of the court, so I don't know what realistic opportunity they have at winning well, this game. Well, you've got an all-conference receiver under the basket. Here we go. Got a catch and shoot in point six. Balls good. into Christensen. That's not enough. That's not enough time. Oh, it's good play, though. Good play, but with point six, he didn't have enough time to turn around, which he went to do, and it was his only option. But St. Mary Springs comes up just short. Transky clutch at the line when he needed to be. And the 52-51 victory in favor of St. Thomas Moore. As far as your game MVP, that brought to you by Allegra Allergy Relief. Get relief from sneezing, running nose, itchy, watery eyes, nose, and throat. All with Allegra Allergy Relief. You could go with Glemden. Noah Glemden had a big night. Yeah, he did. He, he obviously got him back from down 10 or 12. Yeah, I think that's probably who I would go with. I think so, too. Honorable mention to Ben Shransky, who made that free throw at the end there. Yeah. He was happy, and he should be. Boy, you missed that first one, and uh, that second one, you know, you get a little tight. So good, good for him. I would think that he's probably the MVP. Maybe they give it to the freshman. He, uh, he scored a little bit, had some turnovers, but played well as for a freshman. Because they're going to name one here, right? We want to see who they name. Yeah. Who would you go with? Thanks to a generous gift from the Rick with uh, Glendon. The WB White Shootout is pleased to present the most valuable player award for today's game. The number 20, Noah Glendon. There you go. Yeah. So we're four for four on that. We are. You know, I may go get him and, and bring him over. All right, if he can. We'll take a quick timeout. WBY shootout here at Concordia University, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief, built by Creative Construction. I'm Barwinkle. That's Mike McGivern. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Mike McGivern. We're joined by Noah Glemben, who won this uh, MVP for this game. Big performance from you guys. Noah, and you guys win it at the buzzer. Congratulations. Thank you. Hey, so I talked about if he gets one to go, he struggled a little bit that first half, and he'll be the first to tell you that. And uh, second half, he got it going. They were down 12, and... and uh, and all of a sudden, you guys are up four, Noah, and, and shots started falling for you. Yep. So, with, 
you guys obviously identified that when, when they scored, they were in a half-court 1-3-1. Yeah. And when they didn't, they were in a man. Um, the movement that you guys had against their 1-3-1 was not great, I didn't think. But that's just that's just me. But once they started driving, getting in gaps, and you getting good looks, that kind of opened it up for everybody else. That's a good win for you guys. Yeah, we needed it. You, you guys did. You know, uh, Bart, he is a former pick-and-save student athlete ah. of the week. Not, hey, not only is he a good-looking kid and a good basketball player. Did you player, get this one, his plaque? I did. Okay, so where does that plaque go with this plaque that you got today, Noah? You know, student athlete. I've been working for this for four years, but uh, the Pick and Save Athlete of the Week, with all the athletes there are in Wisconsin, I mean, it's a pleasure to have that award. Yeah, right. when Noah sat down, you he understand. said, finally, you understand. how proud he is of that. You understand, maybe he'll go into politics. He never answered that question. <laughs> uh, you know what? Both of them. And I'll tell you what, the student athlete one is not just him. It's family, right. you know, Thomas Moore, his teachers. This one here, his teammates. He understands that, you know what, he's not doing any of this stuff on his own. He's working hard to get this stuff done. But this MVP is something that he deserved, especially tonight. Uh, look, you guys were te- teetering on getting blown out, in my eyes. If it got to be 14, 16, 18, because you guys have not played all that well here recently, that thing could have gone sideways quick. And you started hitting shots, and like I said, from down 10 or 12 to up 4 or 6, Man, great job. That's what seniors do, Noah. Thank you. So what kind of trust, then, when you guys are down 10, do you have in your teammates that when you're down 10, are you thinking, I, I need these guys with me, or are you trying to say, I-, I know I can make a couple of these shots if I get a good look? Well, personally, a little bit of both. I mean, on our team, I'm recognized as a shooter. I hear the coaches on the other team, oh, we got a shooter in the corner. But uh, they're the ones that give me the ball, and they're the ones that uh, – Help me get the shot, so I, I give them trust too. Are you sick of here? That's three years in a row you've been hearing that. I know from the sideline. I, I got corner shooter, corner I shooter. I know. You know who started that? I did. <laughs> I started that. You know uh. he. You know what? You know where he lives? About two blocks from our radio station. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. he goes a long way. Thomas Moore, Martin Luther is right around the corner, <laughs> but no. He hey, hey I don't think we can be recruiting. <laughs> no, him, it's Mike. not recruiting. He's a senior, man. Okay. I look. I enjoy this young man. Love his mom and dad. Really good people. And the fact that he understands what a true student athlete is is what I respect so much about him. Um, you got a lot of high school basketball left, and enjoy every minute. Not next game. Don't enjoy that one. Uh, but after, exactly after, that game. After that one, do you have any idea what you're doing uh, next year? Uh, personally, not right now. Okay. I'm just up in the air. Personally, financial aid is the biggest key for me right now. Yeah, do you want to play somewhere? Yeah. You do. Yeah, you can play at the next level. And and uh, there's there's no doubt in my mind. And and I'll tell you what, when when you get it going, that that's what we're going to have to stop when we play when you guys play us next week. We we identify just so you know, I'm going to be yelling shooter. Oh, you don't. Every oh, time. oh, you don't have to. And no, no, I, no. Come on, man. We're buddies. Me and you yeah. are buddies. Yeah. Yeah. We we identify where you are on the floor, and that's out of pure respect for you and your game. Appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Uh, that little point guard for a freshman, man. He's got some moxie to him. He does. Uh, he, he's good at seeing the floor. He can make his shots. He's tough, too. I know he plays AAU, so he gets a lot of it from that. But uh, he's not scared. No. Just like I, was, I wasn't scared either. But come play with the big boys out here. Yeah, you know what? He is. And uh, I know our guards are looking forward to playing him next yeah. time we play. No, it's good to see you. Good to see Happy you New Year. Congratulations on the MVP. And you're right. You know what? You deserve it. And, and finally, it's coming home. Thank you. Appreciate it. We've got one more game for you that's coming up next. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout continues right here on The Fan. 
back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Bart Winkler for our second game. Apple and Xavier is uh, in the house against Kettle Moraine Lutheran in a game that uh, I'm excited to see. Xavier's had a ton of success the last couple of years, and they're back playing well. They're 4-2 overall, 3-0 in their conference, and Kettle Moraine Lutheran, 5-3 overall and 2-2 two two in the East Central Conference. That conference, Bart, uh, Wapan, who's 7-1, is a team that uh, Green to Martin Luther, we saw up close and gave them their only loss a couple weeks ago, and they are awfully talented. And uh, Rippon is good, Plymouth is good, and Catamarine Lutheran, who's 2-2, two two, new coach this year, and they're starting to play better. Yeah, in this game today against Xavier will be a tune-up uh, for that Wapan team, as that's their next opponent next Friday. Uh, Wapan 6-1 overall, 4-0 in conference, so that'll be a good test for them coming up uh, in about six days. We've got your starting lineups here presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Zero percent down, zero payments until June of 2020. Check out more at PellaWI.com. Let's start with those chargers of Kettle Moraine Lutheran. As Mike said, five and two overall on the season. The senior guard will be Alec Miller, averaging about 10 points a game. You may see him shoot the three. Uh, field goal percentage from beyond the arc just 26% but has taken 38 attempts so we may see a little bit of that today. Ethan Duba the junior getting the start uh, Jacob Stoltz will be getting a start as well the sophomore Austin Schaff will be getting a start the 5'11 uh, junior and then Dylan Brazell the senior who is big on the glass 6'1 but averaging 5.6 per game. Miller, Dubo, Stoltz, Schaff, and Brazel. For Appleton, Xavier, it's Henry Egan, who is averaging about 16.3 points a game. He's one of the guys to look for. Quinn Zabella, John Bunks will be getting a start as well. Nick Otto, the 6'4 senior, and Cal Mayers as well. He is averaging a couple steals a game. He is a sophomore getting the start. Egan, Zubella, Bunks, Otto and Mayors at your starting lineups brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Matt Carter is the head coach at uh, at Xavier, and uh, he's a guy that's done a great job at, at Apple and Xavier. They, uh, they two years ago, uh, maybe the best team in the state, they won a state championship, and they went through a run where they they were 53-1 and one over a few years under Klarner. In 2017, Division uh, three state champions, Lost some some uh, some starters. Awfully fun. I've I've gotten a chance to go to a, a a practice or two of his, and he runs really good stuff at Xavier. This will be the second game of our doubleheader today. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. We'll take a, a 60 second timeout and come back with the opening tip. It's the Rick Majerus WBY shootout right here on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, WBY Shootout, Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. 
our 1.30 p.m. matchup, Kettle Moraine Lutheran Chargers. They will be wearing the white uniforms with the green trim. For those of you sketching it in your mind, Xavier is sort of in a dark blue, almost purple. And the Chargers will be going left to right, and they'll start it off with a bucket from Alec Miller. So Alec Miller, who averages about 10 points a game, already has two as we're just underway here in the first half between Kettle Moraine Lutheran and the Hawks of Appleton Xavier. Xavier tries to get on the board right away, and they will. It's Quinn Zabella knocking down a three. Actually, I, I want to get that right. It's Henry Egan who has the first three of the game. He's a 43% three-point shooter. Yeah, aesthetically, I like the Chargers uniforms better. <laughs> just, just for purposes of not being able to see the numbers. Three-point look for the Chargers off. But they'll scoop up the rebound, Austin Schaff. Xavier comes out as normal in a half-court uh, man. Here's another shot at a three. That one too strong. Jacob Stoltz. He'll shoot it. He's averaging a couple of three looks a game. 34% shooter from beyond distance. But not good there. Xavier charging with the 3-0 lead. They're going to look for another three. That one off the glass, no good. Cal Mares, the 5-10 sophomore. So ball going the other way. Chargers left to right on your radio.com app and on your radio dial. Driving in. That one, a little too much on it. From Alec Miller. Appleton uh, Xavier coming in here 4-2 and two overall. They put up a 3 no good. Kettle Moraine, coach is talking to before the game. They're dealing with a few guys that are sick. few guys can't make it, so we had this issue uh, last night with the squad where the depth can run into play in some of right. these holiday events. You have guys that had pre-planned trips or just some injuries or sickness, but it, it will uh, affect things or it could affect things going forward as they turn it over at the other end. Here comes Appleton Xavier right to left, working down low to John Bunks Jr., who will get rejected. And the Chargers handling it. Dylan Brazell, he's probably too big to run the point, so he'll pass it off to Jacob Stoltz who crosses the center line, looks to Brazel, near side, driving with his left kick back. Ethan Duba, now back over to Schaff. Little room in the hole and fouled on the charge was Jacob Stoltz. Be the first foul of the game. Three minutes into this one, Xavier, with a 3-2 lead. Foul's gonna go against Cal Mars, his first. Shot up short, Xavier with the rebound. Boy, neither team hitting shots yet. Taking a lot of them. Yep. Xavier needs to maybe get Nick Otto going here. So your leading scorer is not taking a shot yet. Well, he hands it off inside, and they can't get that one to fall either. That's Henry Egan, who made the bucket earlier, 3-2, Xavier. You know, teams are taking up shots, but they're also not getting to the offensive glass. Correct. One shot and out. Both teams doing a good job boxing out on the defensive end. Down in the corner is Schaff. Looks up top, Ethan Duba. 
Over to Miller, near side with his right. Pulls back, and they're going to take a timeout right away. Sort of a disjointed game, so they'll get the opportunity to reset. We'll keep it right here. It is game two of two today on the WBY shootout. Plenty of action left today if you want to get on out here. Tickets relatively cheap. $10 will get you in for the whole day. Unless you're a student or a senior citizen, you'll get in here for Five. You know, first-year coach at Ketamarine Luther, uh, Joshua Linder. I don't know him, but I know the coach who had been there for a long time. And I, I can tell you, I don't know exactly why he's not coaching anymore. Um, big fan. Uh, Todd, I thought, did a wonderful job. Got in the state finals last year, and, and uh, they decided to make a change. And I don't know anything about Joshua Linder. Uh, I certainly wish him, wish him well. But uh, I can tell you that I was a huge fan of the coach who'd been at Catamaran Lutheran for a long time. And uh, not quite sure why the change was made. Uh, nobody will tell me. And I know that Todd wishes he was still there coaching. At least last time I talked to him, he did. Well, Linder's team shoots the three. No good, but there is a foul afterwards. It will go against the Chargers. That's very mysterious. Well, I've got, I've got some ideas, but we'll talk about it later. You can't just float a... No, I can't, and I will. <laughs> Conspiracy out there and not... Look, Todd, John, you know, Todd Johns won 270 games at his tenure at Ketamarine Luther. Jacob Stoltz and on the board. He's for a better, better guy, a better man than he is uh, a coach, and he's a really good coach, so... That's, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Well, I don't know either, guys, so I'm going to stay Switzerland on the whole situation. Well, during the break, we'll talk. <laughs> Just call the game. That's why I'm big-time Mike McGivern right there. <laughs> Living up to your name. 4-3, Kettle Moraine Lutheran over Appleton Xavier. Xavier with the basketball coming right to left. We traveled. In the paint there is Trent Twombly. He'll get the bucket. He may have traveled. They didn't call it, so it's 5-4. The Hawks of the Bay Conference. 13-18 yet to play early on in this first half of our doubleheader. Game two. Chargers left to right into the corner. Jacob Stoltz, the 5-11 junior. Charging ahead now is Schaff with the basketball. Back to him, and the three too strong. Foul underneath the basket. It will go against the Chargers. It will be their second. You've seen a lot in these five games now that we've called. A lot of teams, they've got guys that want to shoot the three, and that's fine. It's just in these games, it's been rare where they have guys prepared under the glass to maybe keep the possession alive when they do miss. It seems like a lot of these well, teams will shoot the three and then be content, make or miss. Yeah, and you know what? When when a lot of teams are running four, you know, four out, one in, stuff like that, there there's yeah, your movements are all outside of the three. So it's tough to get offensive rebounds. We saw a lot of offensive rebounds when uh that last game when Thomas Moore got some offensive rebounds. There's a three. Egan, nope. Oh, it dropped. Yeah, somehow did find its way in. Henry Egan now with two three-pointers on the night. He's a 43% shooter from beyond the uh, arc there. So he's got six of the points already, 8-4. Xavier on top of the Chargers. But that was a situation I I don't think they would have come away with the offensive rebound. So if you're going to take the shots, you obviously need to make them. Other end shot, no good. That bunny won't fall. 
for Brazil. And Xavier, who currently is doubled up on the Chargers, up 8-4, looking for more stuff. Good block there underneath from Brazil. And good job not making sure to draw any contact. Bad turnover stolen by Nick Otto with a one-on-one behind-the-back pass. Good pass. And Cal Mares is there to finish. Good pass from Otto. I don't know how he found Mares there, but he did, and it's good, 10-4. Have you ever been in the gym at Appleton Xavier? I uh, have not. The Torchy Clark Gymnasium? I've been in the pool at Appleton West. What? what? I've been in the pool oh. All right, anyway. at Appleton West. What does it have to do with the gym at Appleton Xavier? One of the, it, it, that or St. Catharines, two of my favorite gyms in the state of Wisconsin. When you go in the gym, you think of Indiana basketball. So whatever, you're th- whatever you think Indiana basketball is, Go into St. Catherine's Gym or go into the Xavier Torchy Clark Gymnasium. In fact, Paul Wallersheim and I are coaching at Dominican when they um, when they dedicated that to, to an old coach, first coach in basketball and football history at Xavier, Torchy Clark. Rocky Blyer was there. It was that kind of thing. And yeah, it was, okay. Yeah, it was awesome. okay. Wow. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a great game to be a part of. Did you win? We did. Oh, we did. did, yeah. We were ranked third in the state. They were eighth, and we ran the first 15. And could hear a pin drop. It was great. Xavier now looking to do the same to Kettle Moraine Lutheran. Currently up 10-6 after a pair of free throws. Good on the other end. The Chargers going left to right on your radio.com app and the dial as well. This will be Austin Schaff with the basketball. The junior. The long two put up and good from Alec Miller, 10-8. So the Chargers gonna make sure they keep this one competitive. 10 seconds. 10 second violation, then get out of the backcourt. Yeah, that was a quick 10. That was a quick 10. That was a really quick 10. Yeah, Coach Klarner's not happy. That was, that was. Was he counting by two? <laughs> well, that was a quick 10. He didn't go to Catholic school, grade <laughs> school, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm stunned, honestly. I'm confused. So is Klarner. Three-point shot, no good anyway, so no damage done to it. Appleton Xavier back with the basketball. 10-8 is the score in favor of Xavier. 10:47 yet to go in this first. Three-point look is true. There's Quinzabella. Called his name earlier incorrectly. He got that one. He shoots 46% yeah, from they, three. Xavier shoots a lot of threes. Clarner likes that offense where you penetrate and kick, and these, uh, these kids at Xavier can all shoot it. Ten and a half to go in the first half, 13-8. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern here at Concordia University, the WBY shootout. Brought to you in part by your local pick-and-save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Jacob Stoltz with the basketball. Driving now with his right hand. Won't fall is Miller. A fight for it under the hoop. Good Will pass. be won by Xavier. They find Zabella. He drives. Too strong. Put back. Nope. And there's four chargers under the basket, and one of them will come up with it, and here they go the other way. Jacob Stoltz driving, thinking about it. Goes back for three instead, and that was a good decision as Austin Schaff converts. He shoots 39% from three, so we could see some plethora of threes in this game. A what? A plethora. Yeah, I thought that's what you said. 
P. No, I got it. L E T H O R A. Plethora. It means a lot. Thanks. Appreciate that. Did I pronounce it wrong? Plethora? No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that that uh, public education work too. Did well for you. <laughs> uh, turnover. Xavier. Ketterbury Lutheran in a three-quarter court, 1-3-1. One, one. Xavier will maintain, and that three off. A little wide, actually. Wide right. Charlie Pefferly shooting that one. The 5-9 nope. freshman. No. That was number five, Charlie Pefferly, the 5-9 oh, yeah. freshman. The public school education taught me to read and write. I thought it was number three that shot that, but no, you're right. You are right. He is a freshman. 13-11, Xavier on top, 9-17 to go if you're a freshman playing at Xavier, you're a good, pretty good basketball player, just so you know. It's a really good program. He's the only freshman on this varsity roster. Yeah, he's getting time. Xavier coming right to left. Ketamarin Lutheran in a man-to-man. Oh, travel. Yeah, I was going to say real impressive drive there from Quinn Zabella. The reason was he took too many steps, and he'll get called for it, so it will go. Those extra two, I think, got him caught there. <laughs> yeah, you can usually get away with the first one. That second one's going to get you. Stoltz over the timeline, left to right. Bart, watch how watch how Xavier, they're off defensively. How they jump to the ball, they really help out well. They they they're in the middle of the lane defensively. They're on the line, kind of up the line, and uh, he does a nice job uh, with these kids defensively. Pays off there as Aaron Collins gets the rebound. Collins now top of the key with the basketball. A couple of hands come in, one too many. Looks like that'll be a reach. That foul gonna go against, I'll go against Martian. Mitchell Marchman. Take a look at uh, you know the size of some of these kids from, from Xavier. They spent a little bit of time in the weight room. Uh, physically a strong group of kids. Xavier will inbound it under the basket. Out to Collins. Now to Isabella. Open three. Look, Otto. Nick Otto won't go. You try to get him going. He's their leading scorer. Xavier up 13-11. And a quick travel from Kettle Moraine Lutheran. Kyle Herbst. A little too quick with it. And so Xavier will get the basketball. 8-13 to go in the first. It's been a good first half. Yeah, quick. I mean, it took a, it was a little disjointed first couple yep. minutes. Timeout. Things have sort of delved more into a good high school basketball game. That shot off the mark. That was Collins. Xavier, though, with the offensive rebound. And a three-point look for Zabella. Front of the rim. Collins fighting for it. Jump ball. That's going to be a, a jump ball. Every bit of praise, though, to Collins for that one as he got his paws on the ball and made sure to at least get a jump out of it. He'll be rewarded with a substitution onto the bench. But a good spell of minutes from Aaron Collins, the 5'10 senior. Xavier's always been known to run really good out-of-bounds plays. Let's see what they run here. 
Egan will be the one inbounding. They find in the corner, Mares, good for three. Nice little play design. Yep. Finding Mares in the corner, and he makes true. 16-11, 7.31 to play. Jordy Majerus coming by saying, saying, saying goodbye. She's got to head out for the day. Saying and goodbye really, to all of doesn't us. Doesn't realize we're on the radio. She's the best, man. <laughs> well, they're doing a lot of good stuff here, so we'll let we'll let, that we'll let Jody go on that. Yeah, she's uh, she's one of the good ones. Presses on here for the Chargers. Finding some room and breaking three and getting to the basket is Trent Twombly. 18-11 now, Xavier with a seven-point lead, 7-10 to go in half number one. Yeah, Xavier's starting to starting to uh, take over, take control of this game a little bit. They're playing at, at the pace they want to play, which is up and down. Beasterfield looking for Herbs driving. That won't fall. Look how quick Xavier gets the ball down the floor. Look at it. Right away to oh, Otto, but he him. can't hang on. Tried to catch that with cooking mitts on. His yeah, hands. no, it got tipped, and, and when it gets tipped, it's tough to catch. You know what I've seen a lot of in these five games, too, is a lot of shots at the rack that won't fall. A lot of easy bunnies, easy yeah. shots that are right there. They're just they're just not falling they're for any team, not yeah, just this game, no, but the that. five games we've seen. But it's tough when it's contested. There's no such thing as an easy bunny when it when there's somebody with your hand hand up and they've got their body on you a little bit, but I understand that. Then you have a shot like that that had no chance of going in from Duba. Xavier with the rebound, and they're coming this way, right to left. 18-11 with the lead, six and a half to go. Three-point shot, Mares, that one won't fall. Otto, every, every guy <laughs> for Kettle Moraine is on him. Somehow he gets the basketball, but unfortunately for him, he traveled with it. It was Boy. one on five. He got he got that rebound amidst the entire Charger team, but then you know you try to fight your way out of that. You can't really dribble. There's no room, so you end up walking. We've had one ref make every call so far. I'm just saying, guy on the left, and, and nothing against that. Maybe he's but no, no. That's that is interesting. Well, this game is four, uh, 12 minutes old. There's finally there you go. I'm telling you, there is a. There is a human error element to refereeing that we don't often. There's a, a psychiatry to it. Well, if one guy is making all the calls, these other two guys might be more like desirable to make calls here. Now we've got calls that are being made at the top of the key. There's something to that, Mike. When oh, one guy sure. takes over, you're going to maybe see these other refs try to get involved in the action. And sometimes, especially when you have three refs, if you're not all on the same page, and I look, I'm, I I like having three refs. I think at, at the way the high school game is being played now, it's 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 very necessary to have three. Um, I'll leave it at that. Well, no, I, I think it's good too. Kettle Moraine here, crossing the center line. It's just you got to make sure it's an equal tandem, and you're calling what you see, and one guy's not trying to overtake the others. I'm not saying that's what he's doing, but if the other guys feel like he's doing that. Then you're like, well, why hey, did other, I get dressed up and come here? Look, the other two are veteran refs, so so that's not going to affect them at all, just so you know. But an interesting maybe side story to watch. 18, yeah, a little 11. dynamic, yep. 5.35 to go in the first. Chargers with the basketball. Bad pass. Yeah, he had Turnover. three guys in the area. So a quick three and on two Xavier the other way. comes down quick, 
Egan gets a miss. Otto very active on the offensive glass. Gets that call. Some frustration from Egan, but they'll be all right. They got the basketball up seven. Xavier does, 5.24 to go. Pass into Pfefferly. Egan thinking about it. Otto baseline instead. Three guys swarm him to pass. And there's nothing but chargers in every lane. So they get the steal. Other way is Miller. Looking down low, and that one off the mark Boy, a little bit. This game's got sloppy the last three minutes. There's some sloppiness to it, yeah, the turnovers especially. And again, defensively, both teams pretty active and aggressive, and that has something to do with that. Long pass sets up a one-on-three, but despite not having the number odds, he had the strength odds there. Falls to the ground is John Bunks Jr. He'll get fouled and head to the line. He, he had three guys to contest with, but he had size on all of them, and he had the momentum. Went to the hole, didn't get the shot to fall, but will end up at the line. That's seven fouls now on Kettle Moraine Lutheran, which will put Xavier in the bonus, but this is a shooting foul for two. It's a bonus? Oh, this is a bonus, one and one. He'll only get one crack at it as he misses. 18-11. Chargers the other way quickly. The lay-in, good. Nice smooth play there from Ethan Duba. Much better shot selection this time around. Took it right to the glass. Xavier quickly. It's a two-on-two. They'll reset things a little bit. Charlie Pefferly driving. Blocked. Scooped up by the Chargers, who have to hang on to the basketball under this press. There's going to be a timeout Timeout taken by Kettle Moraine. We'll take a quick timeout ourselves. Appleton Xavier, 18. Kettle Moraine Lutheran, 13. We're back in 30 seconds here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern, Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout. Want to thank our friends at Creative Construction of Wisconsin, sixth generation. That sixth generation Bingo Edmonds was here with us last night. Want to thank him for coming out. 90 years of plastering and stucco work. Call Creative Construction dot com 18 13 xavier with the lead boy we talked about this was a really good uh first half or so now it, it's gone haywire gone sideways the last couple of minutes somebody needs to start playing to take care of the ball get some good shots driving are the chargers and right on well nearly a turnover a good spin move but the shot won't fall for dylan brazel xavier on top of kettle moraine lutheran Tough pass to gather in for Otto, so it will go the other way. Hit him right in the kneecap. Try to bounce pass to him, but three-point shot deep, no. Boarded up though, and a nice reverse layup from Ethan Duba, who's found some comfort there in the paint. 18-15 and a foul. That'll go against the Chargers. It'll send Xavier to the line. They are in the bonus. Eighteen fouls against KML. This will be Calmares to the line. Appleton Xavier, four and two on the season, three and zero in conference. They've got first place on the line when they play next on Thursday at Seymour. First shot up and no, but it's all about the rebound. And Brazil unable to corral it, so Xavier will get it back. 
under the hoop. He had the room and he had nobody around him. He just came a little awkwardly for it. Yeah, we, we talked about Xavier being known to run some good, pretty good out-of-bounds plays. Let's see if they get one here. They and go for the three, too strong, knocked out of bounds. Otto last to touch it. It will go to KML. 3.44 to go in the first half, 18-15. Xavier on top. Jacob Stoltz will run the point. 50% shooter from the field. 16 points a game. He'll hand it off instead. Looking corner is Miller driving, and Alec Miller. Yeah, when they take it down to the basket like that, they've been able to score in their last uh, three scoring possessions, 18-17. Xavier running quickly and almost, Mike, almost needlessly too quickly at yeah, this point. You know what, and, and right for right now, the freshman, uh, Charlie Pefferly, is, is, is hurting them a little bit. You know, he just is. He's turned the ball over a little bit. Uh, missed, a, missed a good look this last time down, and and uh, he's struggling a little bit against a uh, pretty good Kettle Moraine Lutheran team. Kettle Moraine back with the basketball, Kettle Moraine Lutheran. Xavier playing in a man, and uh, Kettle Moraine Lutheran looking to get a three. 12 gets a good look. That's and Stoltz. It won't Stoltz. go. So here comes Xavier the other way. Going right to left. Pefferly looking for Zabella. Three-point shot, John Bunks, Jr. I don't know where Senior is, but he made him proud with that shot. Yeah, stepped back and uh, made sure he used a three, got his feet set and nailed it. 21-17, Xavier on top. 2.27 to go, and there's going to be a foul against Xavier. Far from uh, foul trouble. That's just their fourth team foul. Fouls on Zabella. 2.26 to go. A couple of substitutions checking in, including Cole Beasterfield for KML. And the inbound. This will be Schaff. Beasterfield, far side. Some tough defense. Not quite the turnover. Ball goes out of play, but Pfefferly getting some good defense in there near midcourt. So we'll do it again. The inbound, Schaff. Top of the key, Otto on defense. Beasterfield, corner, Stoltz. Checks back, looking for Schaff again. He drives and does. He's quick off the dribble. Get a couple passes, find the right opportunity, and go to the hole, 21-19. Appleton Xavier, quick again the other way. And when it pays off, there's the reason why they do it. That's John Bunks Jr. with five points in a row, 23-19. We talked about this yesterday. When team presses you, you want to make them pay for that. How dare you press us? And uh, Xavier's did a nice job. A couple of trips down getting uh, Kettle Moraine to pay for them, pressing them. Austin Wagner gives it over to Cole Beasterfield, who will be called for the travel. Wagner into the game for the first time, the 6-2 freshman for KML. But they'll turn it over, and Xavier now right to left. Up four with a buck 23 to go in half number one. Pfefferly, they're going to look for Zabella. Desperate for some help. They find then on the left side, Bunks Jr. He'll drive, and he's fouled. So Bunks Jr. feeling it a little bit, takes it in, gets fouled. He'll go to the line. 
Should be for two. 23-19, Xavier on yeah, top. Yeah, nice pump fake, and he got a uh, good angle to get to the basket. And uh, then slowed down, waited for the contact, to try to finish and get and one. Yeah, They're struggling out. from the line. Xavier's struggling from the line. Won't fall for Bunks Jr. He'll get another crack at it up four. Makes the second one, 25-19, 109 to go in half number one. Here at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout, Ketter Moraine Lutheran trailing Appleton Xavier 24-19. Jacob Stoltz with the basketball near side, looking down low to Marshman. Gets knocked away, and here comes Xavier. Another quick possession for them. Zabella racing. Ah, out of control. Yeah, he, you know, having a hard time controlling the dribble. They beat the press, okay? They get out of it, but then they, they keep racing. Well, and, that, and Xavier, that's their style. You know what? Their style is they, they, they want to get the ball down the floor. Uh, they want to get in gaps, kick, and shoot threes. And it got them a state championship uh, a couple years ago. Uh, last two years ago. In fact, two years in a row they won. And, uh, boy, they were they were fun to watch. Well, right now it's working. They've got the five-point lead, 24-19, 30 seconds to go, and now they get a steal, and here they go. John Bunks, Jr., taking on two guys on his own. There's a third. He spins. He'll get fouled. He beat the two, and then a third guy showed up. He's the one to lay the foul on him. That was on Austin Wagner. That'll be his first. Ten fouls already against KML. Just 23 seconds left to go, so that's pretty standard. Just four, though against Appleton Xavier tonight. Referee is, I don't know what he's doing. He's massaging the basketball. It's wet. Some sweat got on it, so he's trying to take it, uh, get it dry. First free throw. Dies at the back of the rim and then kind of just falls in. So 25-19 for Xavier. Bunks Jr. again, who's done most of the scoring here in the last three minutes. Up 26-19 are the Hawks of Appleton Xavier. Probably one more possession here for KML. Down seven, 13 seconds. Wow, Unless they see a three early. they like, which they do. So now eight seconds to go the other way. Quickly, Egan hasn't crossed the center line yet. Four seconds, three, two. Egan shoots. And we've yet to see a buzzer beater yet. We don't see it there. Egan a little short. Uh, so we saw one uh, right before the game that uh, we came on, I think. I have yet to see. You haven't seen one? A buzzer beater. In my whole life. Brookfield, come on. <laughs> Brookfield Academy made a buzzer beater in a game that we were at. Okay, just before we came on the air. Wow, that's unfortunate. I should have came here a little earlier. Yeah, that's all right. 26-19 at the half. Xavier on top of Kettle Moraine Lutheran. We'll have our halftime show coming up. Mike McGivern, I'm Bart Winkler. The Rick Majerus WBY shootout continues here on The Fan. Back to courtside at the WBY shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern here at the Rick Majerus WBY shootout at the break. Appleton Xavier leads Kettle Moraine Lutheran 26-19. Got a few minutes here. Just do want to, Mike, uh, thank everybody that's jumped on board. We've been able Man, to talk to some of the yeah the guys that have uh, been a part of this. But Allegra Allergy Relief. William Howe. Yeah, we, he was Chatter. out here last night. What a nice young man. Again, other than being a Detroit Lions fan, he's, he's, he's <laughs> solid, man. Big hockey guy and... 
And uh, doesn't he feel like there's a Packer game tomorrow? It doesn't it? Doesn't to me. He's he's so excited. Never been to Lambeau. He's going to Lambeau, and he was hoping that this game would mean something. But yeah, not so much. But he didn't care. He's going. He's meeting some buddies up there. They're going to tailgate. Start tailgating about nine o'clock. And yeah, he'll uh, he'll have some fun up at Lambeau. Yeah, I'll have a good experience. I mean, everyone is going to sh- the people that go to this game tomorrow are just going to be looking to have a good time. Yeah, he's wearing his Matthew Stafford jersey. I and think. that that's fine. If this was like a NFC North championship, like it's been with these teams this week in the past, right? It might be a little more contentious. But yeah. I think if you're going to the game tomorrow, you're going for the party, much less the football. Yeah, I would think so as well. And, and thank you to him and to, certainly to Zach and Bingo and Deb Emmons from Creative Construction Wisconsin. Uh, Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and, and our local picket safe stores. We could not do this. And and I'm hoping to do more of this in the future. Uh, Bart, you make it easy to, to do what I do when I'm when I'm calling games with you and uh, thank you for that. Well I, I just think it's so there's nothing when it comes to radio, uh, there's nothing more like local than a, a high school game on a radio, I think growing up. You you listen to your buddies play you hopefully that you're in one of those games where you can come back and, and listen to yourself and we'll throw up uh, these games as a like a giant podcast online at 105.7 FM the fan.com the radio.com app to Jeff Orlowski back at the studio helping us with that he's doing a good job yeah I'm pipe little, bomb you're doing a good job back l- there a little surprised at that thank you gentlemen yeah you're doing a nice job he's got his head on his shoulders yeah, he's, he's worked like 24 you know, hours. I know. He's almost he's, worked more than you have. He's he's much better and more into it when I'm not playing my Christmas music. Yeah. He's, <laughs> you see sure. him roll his eyes at the stuff I play. Too bad. Tell yeah, him to take, to then take the Saturdays off before Christmas. You don't want to hear it. But as I posted uh, on our Instagram account last night on the station Instagram, and I know you don't follow us there, I'm assuming, here's a nice little picture at 105.7 FM, the fan of you, me, and Mark Miller. Wow. Isn't that a nice little photo? Uh, yeah, for you two. Well, you're telling a story. Uh, yeah, that's how I look when I'm telling a story. And the caption is, nothing like high school basketball on the AM dial. There you go. And whether it's the FM dial that you're finding us today or the radio.com app, I think there's just something. As we talked about high school sports being pure, let's keep the, the, the lines out of it. Uh, there's nothing like high school basketball or high school football or a game of like that to be called on the radio, I think. No, and, and you know what? And when you get a chance to come out to the WBY shootout again, it's a di- different atmosphere because it's a it's a college sized gym, and uh, so in, in in one of their high school gyms, this would be a pretty good crowd. It looks a little sparse right now, but it's not. It's a good crowd, and uh, both teams playing hard, and uh, I fully expect Xavier starts hitting shots in the second half. Start, they start taking care of the ball a little bit better, and Kettle Marie better be ready for that because Xavier's going to – they'll end up with somewhere around 65 points, I think, and, and that'd be a big half here. Well, you'll want to get out here for some of these other games today. We'll catch you up on what else is going on here today at Concordia in our next opportunity to do so as the second half is underway. Appleton Xavier with a 26-19 lead over the Kettle Moraine Lutheran Chargers and Kettle Moraine playing defense here as we get ready to start yep. the second half. And now they're still they're pressing. Pr- they're pressing, and uh, Xavier's done a nice uh, job to uh, make them pay for that. And here they are again on a three-on-one, and Nick Otto's – I thought a layup. 
Well, he fouled. looked like he had an opportunity. Xavier just did get enough to get it over the timeline. The Chargers now on the rebound, coming the other way and coming quickly themselves. Ethan Duba, that's going to be knocked out of play by Otto, but KML will retain possession. You know, as we talked about, Otto averages about 20 a game, and he did not have a great first half. So I fully expect that he'll, uh, he'll get it going this half. Chargers with the basketball. Driving straight to the hole. No good is Brazel. Xavier picks it up. Press has been pushed off now. And so with room, here comes Quinn Zabella to his right. They're going left to right. Picked the pocket of Otto on the pass back. Checks off the defense. And a nice looking layup there from Jacob Stoltz to make it a five-point game. Back into their 12th press. Xavier looking to get the ball in the middle and then attack it, and here they go. Otto crossing center court. Kind of threw up an arm there, gets away with it. The three-point shot from the Otto dish is good. Henry Egan for three. Henry Egan's been hitting threes for Xavier for three years now. He, uh, he floats out and he hits shots, man. He's a good basketball player. 29-21, Xavier on top by eight. Egan 43% from distance. Adding to that percentage there. KML coming right to left. Driving is Miller. Going to cut back in and put up the shot, and that will fall. 29-23. Press coverage again. Double team in the corner already you do not is Zabella. Want the ball there. No, they're going to have to do a good enough job to get it out. I think there was a foul on KML. Boy, that first pass into the corner against a... A, a 12 press that they, they trap that first pass. And and you never want to make that first pass into the corner against that press. And Xavier uh, did that, but the, the, they got uh, they got out of it and foul called. Yeah, uh, Houdini act to get it out of there. I don't know yeah, how no he doubt. got it out of there. Yeah. But now the press continues and another foul. So when you do this, I mean, it's good, but you also rack up the fouls right away early Correct. on in the half. Yeah, because they're really aggressive in this in this press, and they're reaching a little bit rather than moving their feet. Xavier desperate to get a pass. They another do a two-on-one. Auto driving strong and good. So that's the reasons why not to play that kind of defense. Yeah, I, I'm not sure that uh, Kettlemore and Lutheran wants to continue to play in uh, that style. I'd get out of that press if I were them. Otto then on the other end with a steal. Here comes Egan driving, and Egan will take it up, and that will fall with the and one. So now it's a 10-point lead for Xavier, and Egan's got a chance to make it 11 at the line. Yeah, if, if I'm Kettlemore and Lutheran, I'm getting out of this press. Xavier has figured it out. And uh, they love it when you press them. They're so good at getting the ball in the middle and then attacking. And you see they continually have a three-on-one, two-on-one uh, every every single time Kenham Rain Lutheran is pressing. Can't convert the three-point play. Brazil with the rebound. The Chargers got to get something going offensively. They're down 10, three minutes into the second half here at the WBY shootout. We're back to... Alec Miller, far side. Austin Wagner draws the second half start. Inside to Brazil, won't fall. Boarded up by Otto, and here comes Zabella. Zabella left side, comes back over to the right. Now going to take it all the way himself. Three Ooh. guys in traffic blocked, and sort of a oh. disgusted look on Brazil's face. 
This is a big part of the he game gets right for now. His third. Yeah, a big part of the game for Ketamarine Lutheran. If uh, they, they need to, they need to defensively get a stop or two and knock down some shots. And as we talked about at halftime, you know, I, I, Xavier's they got a chance to put up some points here in the second half, especially if Ketamarine Lutheran continues to press, does not take away the middle of the floor. And uh, you'll see a Xavier team that that may end up winning this game by 20 if Kettle Marine Lutheran doesn't take care of that. First Sabella shot no good. Second one is 11-point lead for Xavier. Uh, sort of some light pressure in the backcourt. Stoltz will cross it with ease, then drive strong. Good spin move. Won't get the shot to fall. Boarded up by Mitchell Marshman, who came in for Brazil as Brazil's in foul trouble. He's got three to his name. Stoltz, left side, drives again, kind of throws up a heave. We'll get fouled and go to the line. So where that press was working a little more in the first half right. was because Xavier wasn't converting at the other end. This half they are, and, and, I thought and that's Ketamarine, why they've been able to build think, their lead to 11. Yeah, I think Ketamarine Luther did a better job that first half getting back, and now they once Xavier gets the ball in the middle, they've got to sprint and get back. And uh, again, as we talked about for two days, the floor is longer. It's a college-sized court. Your legs start getting a little bit tired. And uh, now they're getting two and two on one and three on one, you know, every time against this press. Only the second shot is good for Stoltz. Ten-point game, 34-24. Xavier inbounding the basketball. Good little give-and-go situation And again, three-on-one. Find Otto at the other end. Hands are up. And a foul on the rebound as Stoltz falls to the floor. Boy, Not you on purpose. See the frustration on Otto's face. You know, he had a, a good look at the basket there. And uh, he's a kid that is used to finishing, I think, these shots. Again, he averages about 20 a game. And it's probably at six right now, and he's gotten a couple good looks. 14-18 to go in the second half. KML trailing the Xavier Hawks by 10, 34-24. Stoltz driving. Three-point opportunity in the corner. No good. That was Miller boarded up and swatted as he was going to the basket. Mitchell Marshman, the 6-3 junior, will have the opportunity to put up a couple for free. Hey, a couple of other games uh, later. The next game at 3 o'clock, Ketam Moraine against uh, Milwaukee Marquette. Then Milwaukee Vincent against Onalaska, who we saw yesterday. Wisconsin Lutheran against Muskego. 7.30, Martin Luther against Brookfield East. And then Waukesha West against Milwaukee Lutheran. And then Mark Miller's going to sleep for two days. <laughs> and so are you. Yeah, well, now i got a game tonight, 7.30, so we'll figure that out. Nine-point lead for Xavier. Out the of control. Layup, yeah, not the best opportunity from John Bunks Jr. One free throw was made down at this end. And a quick steal from Kale Mayers. And he passes it off to John Bunks Jr. And he'll get the lay-in. 36-25 now, Xavier. And this one has the threat of getting away from the Chargers. Yeah, they need to take care of the ball. Schaff for three. Corner, short. And there's going to be a foul as Stoltz was going for the rebound up and over. 
And he'll get charged for that. That's five fouls. Henry Egan getting taking the ball out. He's had a good game. Again, he's been part of this program for a while, and and uh, he was a big part of that state championship game, state championship team. He's a sophomore that, boy, he uh, really a solid basketball player. Crossing center court, Charlie Pefferly to Aaron Collins. Some of the second unit in. Egan, corner to Otto. Otto looks to drive, spins one way, spins the other, goes back the first way, but can't get it to fall. Yeah, he's got to be frustrated. These yeah, just aren't going down for the boy, most part. That was him. a great move. Patience, and there's a foul on him. That's a frustration foul, there's no doubt. Look for the steal, a little too hard. That's four fouls against Xavier. That'll be the first against Otto. Four fouls against Xavier, five against KML. 12.51 to go here in the second half. 36-25, Xavier with the 11-point difference. Defensively, Xavier's a really solid basketball team. I enjoy watching them play as a team defensively, how they move away from the ball, how they help each other on defense. They talk a lot. It's a sign of a really good defensive player. Defensive team, when they talk, where there's a pick, you know, you got him, I got him switched, that kind of stuff. Schaff with the basketball kind of trapped in the corner. It looks like Collins will foul. follow him. Yeah, he didn't need to follow him. He had him right where he wanted him. That's five against each team. KML to inbound it right in front of the end of their bench. KML going right to left. Three-point shot from about the same distance, Jacob Stoltz. Yeah, he's a good player. That's, yeah, that's a good, good. shot. And he's really sort of tried to take over in the second half, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, they, they took off the press. They took uh, Kettle Murray Luther, just took that press off, and I think that's a good move by their coach. 36-28, Xavier up. Otto finds a wide-open Mares, but it won't fall. Ball back out to him. He can't maintain it. Chargers with Schaff have the basketball instead coming towards us right to left Jacob Stoltz thinks about a three drives baseline cuts back inside gives it up to Schaff and too strong up and over the hoop Xavier quickly the other way Egan driving nice under the pass. basket yeah, a little bit of a scrum however it's going to get knocked out of bounds and stay in favor of Xavier. Good pass by Egan, I thought. 36-28, 11 and a half to go in the second half. Getting out of bounds play, Xavier's been known. See if they get another good look off this. They find Pefferly at the top. He'll give it to Otto. Pefferly driving. He had a kick out to Isabella if he wanted him. Drove instead, will get fouled. And preferably is uh, we'll go to he's line. limping a little bit, freshman. Can they? Uh, he he gets a lot of playing time. Sees the floor pretty well. He'll uh, he'll be an awfully good player when things start to slow down a little bit for him. Already good vision. Averages about five assists a game on the season. So definitely a key member of what they're trying to do. Even as a freshman, first shot no good. Boy, they they have struggled from the line, Xavier. It's unlike uh, most Xavier teams I I know and. Know their coach is probably a little frustrated with that. Makes the second one, so it's a nine-point game. Still at arm's length. 
are the Chargers. Possible three-point opportunity for Wagner. Passes it up, drives instead. Going to look for Schaff. Back out Wagner. Stoltz driving. He'll get fouled. Somebody's oh, not wow. happy. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Stoltz did a nice drive on the charge. Do you think that was a charge? Yeah, that's a charge. Oh, well. Coach Clarner not happy about that. Well, they are going to talk about it a little bit. Yeah, they're not. They're uh, just making plans for later. I think so. Yep. So, end result, the same. Stoltz to the line for I'm a couple. Stoltz is good, a good basketball player. Yeah, I mean, if they can come back and win, uh, it would be because of him. I would look to give him the MVP. For Xavier right now, I would give it to Bunks. T team effort. John Bunks Jr. had a good run in the late first half. Yep, we'll see. Might give it to him. Maybe Otto starts getting something going here the last 10 minutes. We're undefeated right now on our MVP picks. Yeah, well, let's see. maybe Henry Egan. We'll see. Here goes Otto. It out. It goes back into Otto. Still uh, can't. can't get it to fall. My goodness. He needs some of those to drop for his confidence. Yeah, he, he needs one for sure because he's struggling. Schaff with the rock. Cross court comes back to Schaff, who's open for three. Ooh, pretty. It's only a five-point game here, folks. I know Boy, we you, started. You miss, you miss a two-footer. Yep. And they come down and hit a three. So, you know, it's a seven-point swing, basically, right? Five-point swing. And it was it was Otto's guy who hit that three. You had frustration on the offensive end. You don't uh, you don't uh, come over a screen. You go below the screen. Your guy hits the three. I know we started writing the obituary on this game, but it might no. be too soon to call the publisher. Mike, thirty-seven, thirty-two. Oh, good one. Ten, sixteen to go. Well played. It's a Fond du Lac line, isn't it? Used to use that when you're doing the the Cardinal game or something. No, I made it up just now. That's a freshie. Wow, well That's done. a Bart Winkler fresh one. That's good. You'll use that again, won't you? Oh yeah, it was a great line. It's a good line. <laughs> I don't know if I'd say great, but good. It's a good line. It's great for me. Yeah, here's a problem for Kenamari Luther. Their best player just got his fourth foul. Well, that's no good. Yeah, Stoltz just picked up his fourth foul with 10 minutes to go, and they're down five. Egan can't convert on the free throws. Chargers this side, three-point shot, no good. Miller, Egan will get the board. They're up 5-10, even to go, 37-32. Yeah, without Stoltz, they need him out there. Cutting in and driving, Cal Mares, good. Pretty little move from Cal Mares to get through traffic, 39-32. So let's, uh, let's put the, they were down five, 10 minutes to go, and Stoltz got his fourth. Chargers on the other end, good pump fake, won't fall for Marshman. Remember, Marshman's in because Brazel's in foul trouble, too, with the three fouls. So two of their better players in foul trouble, and this is testing the depth of a team that came in here with injuries and guys that couldn't make it in the first place, and now we'll see Brazel check in for Marshman. Yeah, and as you mentioned, with these bigger courts, that depth can get tested maybe a little Otto, earlier. Otto got one to go. Yeah, Otto needed that one. Corner three yep. from the elbow. Yeah, he needed that. 
42-32. Back to 10. Right back to 10. 9-17 to play. Nice floater of a shot, kind of Sean Livingston-like, but no good for Ethan Duba. If it was Sean Livingston-like, it would go down. That might, one true for Quinzabella at the out. other end, 44-32. Kettlemore Lutheran might need a timeout. They're not going to call one. going to play on. Three-point attempt. Quick shot. A lot of arc on that one. Won't fall for Miller. And Xavier now with the rebound. Zabella crosses center court. He might take it all the way himself. Looks Otto. for Otto underneath. Can't get that to fall. Grabs his own. And that one good. So a little confidence behind them. And Xavier takes timeout. Why would Xavier take a timeout? Well, you know, set up maybe a press. Maybe he sees their kids a little tired. They got it to 12, got it to 14. Okay, boys, dig in. You know, that kind of thing. Let's, 40. let's make sure we're, we're beating them down the floor. They look tired to us. Let's right now put our foot on their throat and finish this thing. In a good way. In a good way. 46-32. We'll take a quick 30-second timeout ourselves. We're here at the Rick Majerus WBY Shootout on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus WBY Shootout. I'm Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. 46-32, 46-32, the score of this game. Appleton Xavier on top of Kettle Moraine Lutheran. 8-36 to play in half number two of our Saturday doubleheader. We had three games last night. If you missed any of that, those are online. 1057fmthefan.com. The drive and the foul will send Miller to the line. Late call. But I think the correct call. That's all that matters, getting it right. 12 point, 14 point deficit, 8.28 to go. First shot, no good. Yeah, I don't know how long you, you don't, uh, you might want to get Stoltz back. I know he's got four fouls, but you don't want to get this to be 16, 18, 20 before you get him back in. Second free throw is good. That's always been back to a press. A coaching decision. I think it's easy to question, and one that I often question is Egan comes down the court. Otto, Zabella for three, Boom. good. See, so now it's a 16-point game. I always think if you've got guys in foul trouble, I, I, use them. Don't save them for an opportunity that may not come up. Stoltz has got to get back out there. Three-point shot. No good. Here comes Xavier. Boy, look at The pace that they're playing in right now is really fast. Zabella, quick. Egan wants the three. Bang. He gets what he wants. Now it's a 19-point game. Yeah. 52-33. You know, I told Stoltz you at halftime. nowhere near coming back into this game. I told I you at halftime that Xavier did not shoot the ball very well that first half. They got a chance to get to 70. And uh, you know what? They might. That three no good, but Schaff will get the put back. So it's 52-35. Still with the press. It will pay off as losing the handle there was Cal Mears. We still do not see Jacob Stoltz in this game. He's got four fouls. There's seven and a half to go, but they are down 17 points. Right. And, well, if you wait too much longer, by the time he gets back in, here he comes. Going to the, they're listening to the broadcast. I would hope so. <laughs> oh, this is an award-winning broadcast. Up and off the glass. Good. Dylan Brazell, 15-point deficit. And fouled there as he was 
Aggressively running up the court, Charlie Pefferly. You know what, I th he turned it over a little bit in the first half. He's an impressive freshman. He really is. I, I, I like his game. He sees the floor well. I think he uh, probably has a high basketball IQ. Gets the ball in the middle against that press. He's looking to attack it. Twombly back in for the Hawks. Stoltz back. Missed free, throw, free throw. Yep, no good. Xavier struggling a little bit from the line. Could be a 23-24 point game if they're hitting their free throw. Driving. Miller won't fall. Otto strong off the glass. Quickly down the other way, Egan does his best to catch it. Does quick shoot around three, will not go. And there's Stoltz on the board, down 15, taking it over the timeline. 6.55 to go in half number two. Boy, Xavier, uh, they put a lot of pressure on you to get back, and they'll fire that first good three that they have. Stoltz thought about a three. Might have got hit in the face a little bit. Drives instead. Can't get it to fall, though. Boarded up. Egan will be the one to claim it. Crossing the court, press off. Egan with his right. Nice little one-on-one -on -one move. Takes it all the way for the finish. Maybe, he, you know what, he is. He might be our MVP. Yeah, I think he might be. He's really come on strong here. Yeah, he has. He had the first bucket of the game. Has been consistent Stoltz. throughout. Stoltz gets a bucket on the other end, 54-39. And there's going to be an infraction. Foul. To the free throw line. We can see a lot of free throws here down the stretch. All right, so back to what I was saying before. When you have a guy like Stoltz that has four fouls, but clearly you're better with him, sometimes I do think coaches keep that guy on the bench yes. too long. Yeah, and I'm, I'm at times uh, I'm one of those guys. I am. And, uh, you know, I feel like if we can weather the storm now, they haven't weathered the storm. You know, they remember they were down, I think, 10. And now they're, they're down, what, 17, 16, 17. The pair of free throws is good, so it is 17, 56, 39. Chargers are going to somehow have to shoot their way back into this one. Zabella called for the reach. He doesn't like it. No. Yeah, both teams in the bonus. Yeah, Sabella not happy at all. No, still talking about it on the bench. Still. He, and you know what, that, that's a good call. That was a good call. You can't reach over. Stoltz makes the first. 56-40, 6.07 to play. And the second is good as well. 56-41, 15-point game. Six minutes to go. Oh, a steal on this end, and now we're down to 13. Yeah, Austin Schaff. And now a foul. Looks like it's called against what? Miller. Blue 30 on the push. No, that's called against Xavier. What? That's Cal Mayers. And that was called by the official that was dominating the Calls in the first 15 minutes of the game. Now the refs are talking about it. I, Did he fall out? I, I don't. I'm a little confused. Are you confused? Yeah, I didn't see the foul. I didn't see him fall. He did not fall. That's only his second. Yeah, no, he was just, look at, refs are now at half court talking about it. Not quite sure. I mean, it was sure. a quick whistle. 
player control foul, so it's out of bounds, not not a shooting, not a bonus. So the two veteran refs take over and have their say. Instead, a three-point shot, and that's good. So it benefits KML as the three-point shot's good for Miller. Suddenly, it's only a 10-point game. 5.48 to go. The press is back on in full. Mayors will cross. Gotta get it over. Yeah, they didn't get over yet. Now they do. Auto to Mayors to Egan, driving underneath the hole. Won't go, but he'll get the foul. Trent Twombly will head to the line. Boy, that press has been effective the last two minutes. Yeah, it came out. I mean, they're down 17. Yeah, they, they're taking away that, that pass to the middle and uh, doing a good job of making Xavier take the ball up the sideline, then trapping it and uh, turning him over. Well done. Twombly, shot won't Another fall. Another miss. Yep. But I'd like to know what there are from the line here. It's, uh, you know, Coach Klarner's not happy with it. 56-46, 534 to go. Xavier up by 10. Missed Keep another one. Way up. Boarded up. There's Stoltz. Drives to his left. Kicks it out for three. Shaft can't get it to fall. Rebound Miller and good. Eight-point game. 56-48. And, and a steal. And a three-point shot if that goes. Oh, Mike. Oh, no. A five-point game. It was just another 17. Steal. Xavier frantically will get the ball back. Egan driving, looks back. Pefferly answers with the, the three. Freshman. The freshman hits a big three. Xavier takes timeout. 59-51. Boy, that press that I kept saying, take it off, take it off. They took it off for about four possessions and then came back a little bit more aggressive, taking away that first pass. It's 59-51, there's 5.02 left. Uh, we will keep it right here. Bart Winkler alongside Mike McGivern. didn't see this coming. No, it, it was just a 17-point game, and they got it down to five. Big three-point shot there for Xavier makes it an eight-point lead. But a lot of it happened on the end of the floor that we're on with the press, and then yep. with that interesting turn of events where there was a foul call that was going to send KML to the line. Instead, they take it from underneath the hoop. There's a corner three. I'm not sure what the foul was, to be honest, in the no, first was, place. Me neither. And I know Coach Klarner didn't know either. A little bit of a, well, he obviously saw something that, that we did not. Five minutes to go. Make it 4.58, 4.57. Eight-point deficit for KML, who I thought he was close Tra to traveling. traveling. Nope. But he got fouled just before that, so Miller will head to the line. Double bonus all the way to the end now for both teams. 59-51, 452, high school basketball on the fan. Kettle Moraine Lutheran and Alec Miller, first shot's good, seven-point game. They're trailing the Appleton Xavier Hawks of the Bay Conference. Ten fouls for each, as McGivern said. That one good. Six-point game, 59-53, 4.52 swatted away. It'll stay with the Hawks. But every intention of keeping this press on that they've been doing on and off throughout the game. They brought Henry Egan up a little bit uh, to help on this now. They've been using two guys to try to get it in. Now they brought a third in. Otto inbounds, gets it back to there him. There you go. There goes Cal Mayers. 
wow, three-point shot. Three. Quick and short from John Bungs Jr. The other way, the Chargers coming right to left. Shaft thought about a three, kicks it inside instead. Good turnaround, Jay, from Ethan Duba is good. 59-55. They were just down, 17. Crossing the timeline, Xavier, Cal Mares. He's in the corner, near side. Over to Egan. Cross court the other way to Otto. Driving, three guys swarming him right away. Does well to get the shot off is Bunks Jr. But he's got a little bit of a quick trigger for this time in the game. Other end, no good from Duba. Collects his own rebound. They'll reset things, will the Chargers. 59-54. Schultz gonna try to get a look, I think, here. They could turn this into a one possession game. They could turn this into a one point game on this possession here. Losing the basketball and Mares is gonna dive a little too strong into Stoltz's legs. So that will send him to the line for two. Is again in the double bonus. 3.42 to go, 59-55. So they're down 17 to get Stoltz back in the game and now it's a four point game. Like we talked about, you don't wait too long and, and uh, they got him in, I guess, right at the right time. We thought it was too too late, but uh, Kettlemore and Luther showing a lot of guts here, a lot of courage to stay in this game and play hard. And First shot is good, second one. Likewise, 59-57, 3.42. Stunned. Cal Mears, Otto still got a cross. They finally do. Zubella, Otto, pump fake, drive. Two guys swarm him. Looks behind him. They cross the other way. He's open if he wants a drive. Back down low to Otto. He goes up. It wow. goes down. Boy. Good possession. Strong. Nick Otto. Coming the other way. Chargers with a look for three. Corner. Miller off. Otto. Goes for the rebound. I believe the foul is going to be against Schaff for KML. And that will send Otto to the line. That's where the height come into play. Otto just a little taller than Austin Schaff. And so that will send Otto to the line. Xavier up four with 3.04 to play. Big free throws again. Free throw line has not been the friend of Appleton Xavier here tonight. Now coming into this tournament, Otto was a 94% free throw shooter. There you go. And they'll hit that one. It's a big free throw for them. Settle it down a little bit. 62-57. Second look at it. No good. A rarity. 62-57. Xavier on top of the KML Chargers. Looking for Stoltz on this end, right to left. He drives into the paint. Wants that bucket and bad, one. and he'll get it and the foul. He's tough. Stoltz a good player. And he's done a good job, Mike, playing with four fouls to his name for the last five minutes and keeping himself in this basketball game. 62-59. Yeah, he's, I, without a doubt, he's the leader on this team. Missed the free throw. Yeah, won't go. Still a three-point game. Otto on the board. Presses off. Mares crossing the timeline. 2.41 to go. Xavier up three, 62-59. Egan, top of the key. Three-point look, Zubella 
Oh, it was in and out. Boarded up. Dylan Brazell. Chargers coming back this way. Stoltz driving baseline. Spins around into the paint. Go back to the line. And he'll get fouled again. Boy, he's patient with the ball. You know, backed it out and then got to the got to uh, got to the paint and made a play. I mean, they're, you can tell watching yeah, they're, him. They're a much better team with him on the something's floor. Something's missing when he's not in there. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he's fun to watch. Well, he's at the line for a couple. First one is good. It's a junior. Averaging 16 points a game, 50% shooter from the field, four rebounds a game, five assists a game, makes both free Man, throws. We got a one-point one, game. One-point game. 62-61. Otto's Travel. in trouble. Nope. Finds Mares. Press in full effect. Two guys on Mares. Got to get over. Prayer of a Ooh. pass to Zabella. They do get over. It's Egan. Egan finds Zabella. Still good. Oh, there's a hole. He decides to kick it out to Otto instead. Going to shoot the three. Too on. strong. Stoltz on the board. They've got a chance to take the lead here to the Chargers. Schaff driving. They've got the lead. The Chargers have come all the way back from 17 down to take a one-point lead, 63-62, with a minute 45 to go. Wow. Otto crossing and will get fouled. What a comeback. They get Stoltz back on the floor and, and uh, they get a one-point lead. It's five fouls. So that's it for Stoltz? No, it was not on Stoltz. Oh, that's five on Duba. Yep. Yeah, they need every bit of Stoltz. Yeah, they do. So I think we both know if, uh, if Ken and Marie Luther holds on who the MVP is, right? Well, yeah, it'll be Jacob Stoltz. Yeah. Now for Xavier, it could still be Otto. I think these last two minutes will decide whoever gets that plaque, whoever comes through down the stretch. Otto makes the free throw. Again, coming into tonight, 94% from the free throw line. You know, last time you said that, he missed one. So see if, that, see if you're the curse here. Well, it's tied at 63. He makes that Bang. one. Bang. Proving every bit of that percentage, 64-63. Xavier back on top, buck 38 to play in regulation, that is. Brazell looking in the paint, shot good. Alec Miller gives the Chargers the lead again. Now they're back out of that press. Mayors crossing center court. Minute 19 to go, Xavier's down one. They had led most of this game, including by as many as 17. Yeah, I'm looking for Otto or Egan on this shot if I'm Xavier. Egan looking for Mayer's far side. There's Otto. Otto. Yep, to his right. The jumper puts it up. They, they, they have not been falling for him. They have just not been falling for him. Chargers with the board. 65-64. 52 seconds. Now they've got the lead. They can wait to get fouled if they'd like. Or they find a good opportunity. Stoltz in the corner, two guys on him. And there's going to be a timeout, timeout called by KML. Up one, 65 64, 42 wow. point seconds to go. What a game. It's been entertaining. We yeah. Th we thought it was, uh, when it got to be 17, there's a chance that uh, Xavier's going to run away from it. And uh, we were wrong. A lot of courage and guts from that Kenna Moraine 
Luther team to get back in it and now take a lead with 42 seconds to go. I was thinking, man, I've been doing five high school basketball games the last 12 hours with Mike McGivern. What are we going to talk about to fill the rest of this second half? So let's get to my fourth grade year. So we're fourth grade <laughs> playing St. Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> Thomas Henderson was playing at St. Thomas Aquinas. No, and we've been lucky and fortunate to the, the games that we've uh, called here on the fan the last couple of nights, last night and this afternoon. For some really good games, and we thought this would maybe be the one that was kind of the lemon, but well, this could be turned out to be the best. The best out of all of them. Kid with the ball is the reason I think Stoltz has really had a good half. Yeah, Stoltz driving to his right as they inbound it. Some no double-team pressure. A steal now. Here comes Xavier the other way. Big moment for them. Driving to the bucket, and the one. shot is good. John Bunks Jr., who had a really good close of the first half, Struggled for a stretch in the second, is able wow. to give Xavier the lead again, and now go to the line for the and one. Stoltz fouled out? Oh, you're kidding me. And that was on Stoltz. They need him. They need him. They do. The broadcast needed him. <laughs> huh? We need him. Okay, we need him. 66 65. That free throw is good. Yep, 67-65. The Hawks leading the Chargers. Xavier on top, 27 to go. Oh, timeout. Timeout taken. It'll be a full timeout. We'll catch our breath, uh, breath for a second. 30-second timeout. We're back with the conclusion of this one. Xavier up 67-65 on the fan. Back to courtside at the WBY Shootout with Bart Winkler and Mike McGivern on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Rick Majerus, WBY Shootout here on The Fan, presented by Allegra Allergy Relief and built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin. We have got a good finish, which is not something we anticipated saying some 20 minutes ago of real time because Kettle Moraine Lutheran was down 17 points to Appleton Xavier. They have charged back, although the reason for that possibly in Jacob Stoltz is just fouled out. 67-65, Chargers with the basketball, inbounding. 22 seconds to go. And a high, high, uh, double high ball screen. Miller driving, he'll pass it off. The shot in and out. The three-point shot in and out from Cole Beasterfield, who's not shot much. Otto gets the ball. Beasterfield's going to have to foul. Beasterfield has not shot much, but had a really good look at the three. It was down, but then kicked itself back out. Boy, I tell you like what. Like a whack-a-mole. Yeah, I think like a what? Like a whack-a-mole. Okay. He, uh, it rimmed in and out. Is For you basketball fans, that's it would, rimmed in and out. I said that. Oh. Like a whack-a-mole. Okay. Rimmed in and out. <laughs> I said that, and then I said like a whack-a-mole. Otto at the line. Good. And free throw. 68-65. <laughs> Maybe we've done too many games together in the last Well, I did hours. call the <laughs> Shotcock the play clock last night. You did. Twice. But that's all right. And look at that. Otto makes them both. Two possession game, eight seconds to go. He might have just sealed it there. What might have sealed it was when Stoltz... Uh, fouled, fouled out, out on Otto, yeah. 69-65. When you said, we need it, we need Stoltz. 8.8 <laughs> to go, Xavier on top, 69-65. Want to thank our friends at Creative Construction of Wisconsin, sixth generation, 90 years of plastering and stucco work, call, call Creative Construction 
NFL.com. We're going to be done with our broadcast here, but there are still plenty more games to go at the 14th annual Rick Majerus shootout. Uh, we do have the WBY shootout. We do have Kettle Moraine and Milwaukee Marquette next here at the gymnasium. You can come and check that out. Milwaukee Vincent on Alaska, Wisconsin Lutheran and Muskego, Martin Luther, Brookfield East, Waukesha West, and Milwaukee Lutheran. Now, if you want to watch one of those games, if you want to watch all five, you can for just ten dollars. Ten dollars will get you in all day if you're a student or senior citizen. Is there you get in those, for five. One of those that interested you more? Uh, there's a seven thirty game where I really like Brookfield East. Oh man, that really hurt. <laughs> I mean, that hurt my heart. Well, who are they playing? I, I'm not sure. The mighty Spartans <laughs> from Greendale, Martin Luther. Oh, that's your. Oh, that's your yeah. team. Oh, oh. Down for the inbound in. They got to get a quick shot. Miller will. That will not fall for him. The rebound. Miller. Wants to try again. Doesn't matter. There's not enough time on the clock, and this one is going to end the way we anticipated some 10 minutes ago. Just took a real well, interesting turn to get there. Xavier 69, KML 65. Who's your MVP choice? I'm going to go with Henry Egan. Yeah, I might, I might go Egan. I could go with Otto. I think they're going to give it to Otto. I think they're going to give it to Nick Otto. Leader on this team, the 6'4 senior. Egan is senior as well. Could you co-MVP it? Did they make two plaques for this game? They did not. <laughs> One of us is going to be wrong. Maybe both of us. Yeah, it could be. Maybe both of us. I want to think think uh, Zoo, I, I think Egan gets it. They're, they're quick to decide this one. We'll stay for this and wrap things up here. Hey, it's been great doing these games with you, Bart, even though you – you give me shots and hurt my heart. You're, you're good at what you do. You make it easy. Uh, I would like to say the exact same thing to you. <laughs> Every word you just said. This is big for you and me. Yeah. They're doing the MVP. Ah, there it is. Henry Egan. Five for five. You well four done. for five. You did good. Yeah, I thought they might go auto. Henry Egan, the MVP. The MVP brought to you by Allegra Allergy Relief. Get relief from sneezing, running nose, itchy, watery eyes, nose, and throat, all with Allegra Allergy Relief. Want to thank them. Want to thank the folks at Creative Construction. Want to thank uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And want to thank your local pick-and-save stores. Want to thank Concordia. Want to thank Mark Miller. Want to thank the WBY Shootout. Rick Majerus Foundation. Want to thank the Rick Majerus foundation yeah i want to thank nick who uh, was helping us last night yeah he was here for a while and then he said hey, i gotta go and just left on us huh. that's all right hey it's been great bart thank you thanks a lot uh, jeff back at the studio i want to thank jeff orlowski yeah the pizza ranch or something no the the radio, radio ranch yeah there you go i yeah. knew you call it something for mike mcgivern i'm bart winkler a good day of basketball here we'll catch you next time on the fan